season show sitting to the my right the probably the voice of impulse media mr tito labine mm-hmm. i mean i don't know yeah. about all that yes uh, for yeah. sure known <laughs> as the voice yep, yep. <laughs> almost across me the silent but deadly mr editor yep that is mr tell us let's tell us wild keeble that's all you have? Yep. That's all you had? Know, That's all you had? I'm sorry. I didn't know. Yeah. I hyped you up yeah, you to drop it for your brother, you and you just you, like, you, you limp dicked it. Well, big brothers I, I, to pull through. I, I, gotta, I gotta put them down a little Very bit. minimal climax there. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna He's lose like them. That was like somebody knocking on the door right when you're about to... Anyways, go ahead. About to arrive. Directly across me, the boss, the man, Mr. Impulse Media. Jeffrey Keeble. What up, what up? I don't know. It's a team collective. It is team collective. Our guest tonight, down in the corner, Mr. Mayhem. Watch your wives, watch your watch your walls, watch your wheels. He might punch them all. Radio. Mr. Drew Hessel. And the best guest of the night, Mr. Benji. Hello. How's it going? Good. Our first dirt track guy. Yes. Outside first. of off-road on Impulse Media at all, Benji Lacrosse. I would say arguably one of the best dirt modified racers in the state, if not within IMCA. Or the luckiest. Or the luckiest. I always say the same <laughs> is, thing. Is, is the luckiest. Luck? Is it luck? I mean, I'd rather be lucky than good anyway. There's a lot of luck involved in this stuff. Really? I, uh, from where I come from. <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. Um, Benji, when we asked him to be on, he asked, uh, what's a podcast? <laughs> so Drew did the did the highlight of uh, letting them know what it is and, and helping get them here. So thank you guys for coming out. You guys got to witness the G spot without Mr. Johnny G here. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. we're ready to have some fun to give oh, you yeah. a little background. Benji had a hundred career wins in 2015 already, or just main event wins, right? Feature wins, yep, feature wins, feature local wins. feature wins. So not. Not heats, not nothing. Feature wins in 2015 already. Wait, 2015? 2015. Just in yeah. 2015? No, no, no. Oh, he had so 100 oh. in 2015 <laughs> already. So here we are. Too much credit. 2023. We got to be like, what, 300? Yeah. Where are we at right Damn. now? Damn. No, we're only, we're at about one, what did you say, Drew? 140? Well, that was in August. 39? In the state. Yeah. Right? That yeah. was 139 in August. So. In the state of Wisconsin only. Not yeah. traveling. Just in the state of Wisconsin. I think that's overall, right? I think it's overall. In Wisconsin. Okay, yeah. Then, then Wisconsin. Yeah, so there might be a couple more outside the states. Is, is, is that what Wikipedia said? It was a local local paper. We were literally sitting here beforehand. Yeah. 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 All looking up stats. Like, we well, asked Benji, like, give me some stats. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been racing for a while. Yeah. 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 Been here for a minute. <laughs> it's been too long. I can't remember them all. Yeah. So not only the dirt track world, he competed with us in side-by-side sports. Tried. Tried. So he got to race the side-by-side, which was crazy. 
and has probably done RC for what? Oh God, I started an RC and probably, God, that was a long time ago. I was probably 14, 15 years old. And how old Did are you that now? for a long time. 46. <laughs> so you've been in it yeah. for a minute. But, but it's been probably, yeah, eight, yeah. 10 years that I've been like not really doing it kind of. Yeah. Winter time. Like all of us. Yeah. Kind of bounce around. Yeah. So do you know how good he was in RC no. when he was a kid? No. He is like, he, back then he was like the cold toller of now. Yeah. Oh, he was good. He's yep. good. He was so the now man. It sucks to go back because it's like I can't keep up to these guys. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope it don't trickle to the mod world. Yeah, right. <laughs> but right. I still go R serious and just not as much. Right. What uh what were your thoughts about side by side racing? So obviously Impulse Media was based off of I'll give you a little background off of Champ and Snowcross. Yep. And uh, now we brought in the off season show to get a broader range of, of drivers on, um, uh, listeners, people involved in the industry that are just have a lot of statistics about racing in general. So that's kind of what the, the listeners have come from. And I figure who better than to have a guy that's one of the best dirt track guys. And then that actually got to dabble in the off-road world to a small extent, um, to have on here and kind of give some people some feedback on what, what it was like. Like, obviously, um, the side-by-side sports came about in the last three years, right? You were, you were uh, two centuries into dirt track racing already and then decided we were going to jump on purpose instead of on accident. <laughs> <laughs> well, it all started off. It was my aunt and my uncle had a, a side-by-side, and um, I think they ran it two years, maybe a year or two years, and um, she had called me up and asked me if I wanted to try it out. What at our local track at 141, they run the off-road, what is it, twice there, two time, two years? Yeah, we did. Something like that. that. And uh, so I thought, heck, I'll, I'll try it out. And yeah, when I got in there, it was uh, definitely a lot different than what I'm used to. And um, I think the biggest thing that hurt me the most is the shifting. We don't, we shift, but we're in, when we get in a race gear, before the green flag, we're in our gear, we never shift. We just, we're in first. We prayed lap, we come around, we pull second gear, and then we go for racing. You don't, you're just breaking gas the whole time. The whole time? time? Yep. <laughs> you never touch. I mean, obviously, if a caution comes out, you pull it out of gear, go to first, start over again. And uh, so my, my biggest thing that I felt that hurt me the most was trying to figure out how to to shift this thing properly and be in the right gear on the jumps and stuff. So all of a sudden you be in there and like, you forget which way you're going. If you're going forward, you know, whatever it was forward to go down and up. And I was getting mixed up and then trying to, you know, so it was just killing me. And I felt like a, such a real bad rookie when I felt like I should have been a lot further, not saying I should have been a lot further ahead, oh, man. A lot further ahead than where I was. Be 20 bucks. But the funny part is when I, when I started, when I got onto the, to the circle track, it was so funny. It, it was like, we, we, we came around and they were all running in the, uh, so let me go back. When we run our tracks, we look for like the darker area for traction. So it was all dry in the center of the racetrack. Well, we did, what is it? Three quarters of the track was circle track. And then you went on the off road. So we got the green flag. I think I started, I don't know, 15th or something like that and took off. And all of a sudden I'm like, how come everybody's like staying in these two white lanes? So I just pulled down. I went from there all the way to first. 
By the <laughs> one turn, one turn. Oh, no. But by the time I got through, I got jammed oh. and pushed and all that. But, uh, just because I didn't know how to do the jumps and how to how to correctly jump them properly without the nose diving and it just it was such a learning curve that way too with the jumps and uh in their four-wheel drive the dirt, yeah in the dirt car yeah. drive. and i'm used to two-wheels so it yeah. was just such a it was a battle <laughs> it was a lot going on at one time yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is open why is nobody here <laughs> <laughs> i mean these guys get to witness and take videos and pictures of every sportsman race ever at champ so they they probably know exactly how you feel it, while they're standing in the infield watching it all happen. Oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. What, what you're saying is, yep. is yeah. right in line. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think by the end of the weekend in the main, we ended up fifth, which I didn't think was bad. You yeah, know, we're starting absolutely. to get the hang of it yeah. a little bit. And it was it was crazy. I remember uh, the start and him putting it right around the bottom and going from the back to the front. And everyone's just like, who is this? And I'm like, you came to a dirt tracks guy's home track and, and put him in a side-by-side -side, and you didn't think he was going to figure out how to go around the bottom of the track on the oval. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come on, guys. And then we got to the infield and it was like, yeah, that, that, that's a dirt track guy. The same track we won like ten or uh, four or five ten thousand dollar shows at between the stock car and the mod. Three years in a row with a stock car and I think two with a mod. So got five ten grand wins there. Have you guys been to one forty one? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that, we were there. And you yeah. watched him. Yeah. When were we there? Was Flash that the creek? A, October or August? Oh, was that uh, August? Ba Battle of the Creek? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in August. Well, Clash, oh, that, that was the sport mod one. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we, we went from Bark River to 141, and then we went to Brainerd all in like one week. Okay. So whenever that one was, I guess. In August, August one is the sport mod one. Yeah. Yep. yep. So does it go sport mod, stock car, mod? It goes mod, stock car, sport, sport mod. Is the end. So each month they run a 10 grand, they start with the mods. And then the following month the they do the stock car, the and then they do the the sport mods. Gotcha. Oh, oh yeah, because we only we went for Cam Rymers. Yep. yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He ended up winning it. When this year did you go or? Uh, yeah. Yeah. This year. Yeah. Last year did he? Yeah. Who, last year. He yeah. Won yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then we. Uh, I don't know. I haven't been to like an oval track in like a while, like a long time. I think Andy goes probably last time I went to an oval track. So we went to go watch Cam Rymers and we get there. And we, it canceled, and we, right? No, well, we were, no, we were sitting up on the hill and uh, we were looking around. I was like, man, these people kind of look, look a little dumb with these glasses on. <laughs> 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 After dude, one race, we're like, all right, man. <laughs> we got up and went to the shop because <laughs> his kid was like, Dad, yeah. I can't see you. I'm like, no, I can see. <laughs> <laughs> so one race later, we come back, we got these glasses on, and we're like, oh, dude. Yeah, it's much better. Yeah, much we, better. We understand. Yeah. And everyone else is like, you see these Indians walking around with these glasses yeah, on right. looking foolish? Yeah, right. They're supposed to take them off yeah. in between races. Yeah. <laughs> we look like Cole Trickle by the end of the night. Yeah. Because yeah. we took the things off, you could see like a dirt line yeah. and shit. Dude, it, was, it was so funny. Uh, but uh, what was your question? Uh, no, I was just asking him how the track was that night. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, dusty? I don't know. Yeah. 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 Was it a good race? Um, the, the last race, so on, was it Wednesday or Thursday, the second day? 
The second day was the second day. I don't know if it was either way. The the, the second day, that was fun. Then mm-hmm. it was like fifty laps. Where then we were like, holy shit, because we like that would have been a feature. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. That's a big half. Mile. Yeah, I think and then it was. It's just there's not a lot of action because it's such a no. They're at one forty straightaways. One forty one. Yeah. One forty one. Yeah. So and then uh, yeah. There, yeah. By like lap forty eight, I looked at uh, him because there were so many cautions. I was like, we're gonna be here for a while, man. Yeah. <laughs> so there's some days you'll go, I think this year it went green to green. And Johnny Whitman started on the pole and yes. that guy dogged him the whole race. Yep. And Johnny ran from the top to the bottom the whole time and it went flag to flag. 50 laps. That's wild. Yeah, because yeah, we were cheering. Impressive. Yeah, because we were cheering for Cam. I think Cam had fourth and he kept running this high line. But Cam and is sport mod. He's talking modified Joe. Oh, modified. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but we're okay. just talking in general. Like yeah. you guys, yeah. you guys had a night that was all cautions, right? Yep. We'll yep. go there nights that literally will go flag to flag. Oh, really? The same show. They do that same show, the same process of like qualifying. Um, like day one is heats and um, a main event for a different class. And then day two is the feature for the premier class that weekend. And they do that three different times, all 10 grand to win for three different, three different classes. How do we race for 10 That's grand? I was, to you know what? Dude, that, I was like, just about to fucking say yeah, But you know three what? Times. We race really, really though. No. Each now. class gets yeah. to race one time for 10 grand at 141. Right. So we get to race one time at Crandon for 50 grand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, we can't complain too much, but yeah, it, uh, yeah. But they can they can go to other tracks and race for. Yeah, I mean, how many like, how many shows can you guys do a year that are over or ten grand or more to, to win within the state? Within the state, the or way, within your now, rules? Within your rules, I guess. Within IMCA, anyway. Within the United States, you're saying the whole yeah. Ah, uh, I did every year it changes. We used to have quite a few. Now we're down to, um. In, in IMCA, there's not a whole lot anymore. It, the last couple of years, it's kind of fiddled, fizzled out. So, that's, which um, is everything. I think yeah. a lot yeah. of them are doing like, they'll do like multiple nights, but it'll be like spreading it out yeah, more. It'll be like two, three, or four, or that traveling thing when you did out by Minnesota. Yeah, they did three, three, ten yeah. grands uh, each different track each night. That was pretty cool, but that was only a one time gig. Do you think they would hold a, a race at J Oklahoma? <laughs> 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 Is your series for sale? <laughs> One point five million. That's a pretty million. cool place. The Oklahoma? Yeah, I was the, there. Did you go? I brought uh, Brandon's stuff down there, the TV stuff. Oh, roadie for his semi. Yeah. Oh. oh see, he got Tito loves that guy. <laughs> That's you know, God, yeah, what a that, piece of work, man. <laughs> don't even get me started, man. Yeah, you know, I would get warm again. I yeah. know you were quiet for a minute, I, so I, I figured even, we had to warm you yeah, up. Yeah, I told him on the way here, I was like, man, I'm so happy that we're done with uh, the drama. Yeah. <laughs> and then. I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't said anything <laughs> yet. Yeah, I mean, I is know, it actually drama? Yeah, yeah we were ready to move on, ready to move on. Then he, ooh. All right. Quick, quick story, though. We were at Snowcross. And someone came up to us and was like, oh, I'm listening to your guys' podcast. He's like, you guys probably should. We've heard that you guys should calm it down a little bit on. Again. Take it easy on them. Yeah. yeah. Just on him. No, I think it's just on him. No, it was uh, easy on champ, but hard. Keep going hard on that MAO. <laughs> that, that sounds biased. <laughs> Thank you. That sounded like a biased answer. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Sidetracked. Yeah. Sidetracked. Yeah. Sidetracked. How was the mud? 
You got to play in the mud last weekend. Yeah. I saw a picture I, of you with a bicycle helmet on. Our, don't even. Yeah. <laughs> well, why are you doing this? <laughs> so we're, talking, we're not talking about stone yeah, grass. Yeah. Oh, sorry. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, uh, the track was good, though. I mean, it was a rough track. Uh, like I said, our cameras got muddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like more muddy than at off-road race. Yeah. It was. Th- that's impressive. Yes. That's impressive. Yes. But. There's a lot of changes there. Like, there's a hard, it's pretty hard to televise there because it's just so hilly and like. Uh, no, I think the, I think Flo did a good job um, covering the event and uh, there was no drone action on Friday because of the rain. So it rained all day at the end of December. Like, how, do, uh, how does that happen? In the UP. In the UP. Yeah. But the only snow that was there was. The track. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There was no snow present anywhere. Like the videos and pictures mm-hmm. I saw, they were running four wheelers with dollies through <laughs> 10 inches of mud. Yeah. Trying to get Probably. sleds to the track. Yeah, dude. It was, it was like up to almost our knee at some, oh, on God. some spots. You guys won't even make it out of the pits. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus. That was a snow cross track. Wouldn't make it into pits with that. <laughs> also true. So kind of back to, um, where we were talking about, Drew was saying that they're spreading out races a little bit. Do you guys see like a, a fan count change with more money to win or less money to win? Or do you guys think that really plays a huge part in it? That didn't change a whole lot. Um, like, I Or even car counts, I guess. A little bit, I think. Um, it's it's kind of starting, so it's hard to say. Um, it's been pretty... Uh, pretty balanced out i mean it didn't seem to change a whole lot so far i didn't think um some of our local stuff has been staying pretty pretty good you know locally wise you know what do you think keeps the racers like so a lot of our conversation on here has been what ways can we positively um give in positive opinion or or negative but in a positive way that a series can grow or a listener can grow or take it without fully bashing them like as from a racer standpoint being able though what what kind of brought us all together is they started the podcast they started getting racers on there and we had a platform that we could openly talk amongst amongst each other and say how we felt actually as racers without like uh, someone standing behind you like watching you going don't say that don't say that and then the series was able to listen to it (laughs) from Good or bad, right? Like some of us got yelled at. Some of us catch emails from it. Some of us don't. Some of us don't. don't. Some people didn't even know who we were. Yeah, but but it it opened a lot of eyes. Like at one time, it was crazy. Like there was things that we all like. Mm -hmm. The series in general grew so much from it with the racers, with their fans. The fans were able to like kind of get an interaction with the drivers as how we felt like at the races, and the series was able to do the same thing. So as we come on here and get like different drivers and different um, divisions of racing on here, we we like to ask people like, what what do you think helps your sport and keeps it striving? And what do you think would help your sport? Or is, is there something that you think your sport does really well that a different series could benefit from? Yes, I think um, obviously involving the people is the biggest thing, it seems, I think is one of the number one things. And uh, locally here, I noticed the 141 is always maxed out with people. 
and they have and a bar. And they have a bar. And I'm telling you right now. <laughs> that was one of our questions. Somebody I'm telling you right now, that place just fills up. And I think there's a couple reasons. Bar, one thing. Second of all, you know, wife, cousin, friend that doesn't like racing, but. Likes the bar. The, the, the husband or boyfriend that wants to come. Hey, I'm going to go in the bar, visit with my girlfriends. I'm going to go help CJ in the you know, on the track, whatever. So oh. that place, that's what I, that place is just full no matter what it seems. I don't know what I think. I think it has a lot to do with that bar. And they changed ownership. Well, half yeah. of it, right? But I mean, it, they changed just ownership. Recently. They had a lot of people just changed again. Right. And, uh, but CZ, CZ got involved in it. Yep. And Toby's still in with it, I believe. So. Yep. Yep. What do you think like outside of 141? Yeah. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. one forty one is good, and they have a bar. One of our questions, so I put out to a couple of my friend group chats, like just what would be general questions you can ask people. And one of the first ones was, should every track have a bar? <laughs> but, <laughs> of course, <laughs> but it makes course. sense, right? Like, it, mm -hmm. well, you, you think about, I mean, you think about entertainment venues, then you know what I yes. mean. Like, you think about football stadiums, baseball stadiums, soccer stadiums, basketball arenas, you know, hockey arenas. All of them have, you know alcoholic beverages you know whether it's beer liquor bar that it's it's there and uh and and you know as much as i indulge on, uh, <laughs> on, uh, on some beers i'm not just saying it to sound like an alcoholic but yeah at the end of the day you know venues have that and and i think that's something that you need yeah and i the the second part to that is and maybe not every track could do this but I will say 141, what they do really well is you can see majority of it from the tr from the bar. They have windows all along it. Yeah. And then inside, a the lot cameras. of the times they play it outside there. So nights that say either it's cold out or it's shitty or it's windy or you're with a female and it's cold <laughs> and you got to go inside. There's somewhere to go. Like there's been times that even just my buddies and I have been there and it's been windy and cold. And you come because you love racing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that fun. So what'd you do? You went in the bar. There's arcade games. They serve food. There's pool. There's darts. And you could still watch the racing. Yep. You could still get away from, like I said, some of the people didn't want to really want to watch the racing, but maybe watch it on TV and get away from the noise. They can go inside. Mm -hmm. Not only that, let's say you want to go out and hang with buddies. You can rent the table and they'll come and serve you. And you can sit at a group, a oh. table like this. And get served beer and whatever, and they'll come and I think and that's something watch. every track in oh, short course should do. I think that's probably one of the better yeah. things. The you probably never all, seen him when you were there, but yeah. The best part about 141 is the distance. You have to travel to get to the bar or the concession stand to Which get another nothing. beer. Yeah. It's like nothing. <laughs> you can almost Shano, fall there. You yeah. go to Shano, it's like a freaking it's a half hour before you're back up in the stands already. Busy, you know? It's yeah. like, like you could trip and at 141 and you'd be at a stand. <laughs> kind of comes down to comfort, really, because people can relax and go and hang out and sit and not have to sit right on the bleachers. And, you know, I'm stuck here till it's done. Right. I've yeah. never even thought of that. Like the table service there, we've got it a couple of times. It's pretty sweet. Like that's something Crandon could do. Anago can do. Bark River could do. Anyone could do. Where and it's not expensive. It's literally you you rent this five dollar plastic table that has five chairs at it, hmm. but you get a server and they'll bring food, they'll bring drinks, whatever. And basically, all they're doing is going to the same concession as everybody else. And they have the the hill, the grass hill for the kids, which is in turn one. Uh, yeah, yep. you, that's where we were. So the kids will be running around in there, and then they can the waves or whatever, or the family can hang up there and sit on the grass. You know. Yeah, I mean that's what me and Tito did. 
I mean, we sat on that grass and Leon was. I don't think I've seen Leon the whole race. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah. And I think you can rent that top. Uh, well, you couldn't see him. On turn one. glasses on. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. You can rent that yeah. upper deck on the, yeah. the right-hand side for private parties. Yeah. And well, I guess, because uh, I was going to say, doesn't Cranon have a bar, but it's way in the it's back four. way, yeah. way, way out there. And there's really, Cranon, as great as it is, you got you got to pay for a bleacher spot, right? Which, yep. which makes sense because there's only one set of bleachers, well, two sets two of bleachers sets, there. Yeah. But there's really nowhere you can go where, like, you can watch the races and kind of get served, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Which, well, and I guess, like, having an enclosed, like, a nice enclosed enclosure. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Which it's during the summer most of the time, so you're not that worried about it. But just think if, like, Crandon added, you know, obviously we all know where the barn is, right? Mm -hmm. And you, you added, say, 15 feet of patio off of that the extra concrete and you had to reserve a table they would Ooh. be reserved oh yeah, oh, yeah. every year they'd Amazon. be reserved for oh, 10 yeah, years yeah. out and there like was one waiter too. that just walked around yeah yep. like i think i think that's maybe a part of what short course is missing is that comfort that luxury that that luxury and comfort of being able to go there like benji was saying and and not serve yourself like obviously Cranon has 60,000 people there if you want to do anything you wait in a line yeah. I think if there was a t like a table section that had 25 tables and a couple waiters it would be mm -hmm. sold out for 10 years yeah oh 100% yeah people, I, would, people would buy them beforehand I think oh yeah yeah, yeah. and and you know what's uh the crazy thing too is when I think about 141 um you know I uh, I do think about uh uh Lena Dirt City oh, about yeah. how like the Layout is somewhat similar, how it's like a small kind of hillside, yeah. but then you've got like the beer and stuff behind it. Mm -hmm. Right like, there. I, like I, as as a fan, I love going to Lena. Like <laughs> you that. remember it? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I love going to Lena. Like, I know. I'm ripped. <laughs> yeah. Lena, Lena's a small, tight track, you know, and, and, and you know, it's gotten some, uh, you know, a little bit, a little bit of flack for, for the track. I mean, and it is what it is. You know what I mean? That, that's the, that's the land allotment that you have. That's what you're able to work with. And, and that's fine. Um, but when we went there and we didn't actually have to film or work, I got you? hammered <laughs> <laughs> twice. <laughs> I suppose if you fall down, you just turn yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. You can still see the races. Well, yet. there's a catch fence there. If you <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, no, it, it, it's such a good like vibe there. You know what I mean? Where like it's it's it's, it's small enough, but man, anytime I go there. There are a lot of people there, and and it's what reminds me of like 141. Then is kind of like that, kind of that hillside kind of thing. But yep. like you got the bar back yeah. behind it, except for and Miller. It works. Except for 141 serves Miller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe maybe we should fill everybody in. If you hate Miller, he is a triangle distributor. He, he's, he's the beer guy. Everybody loves him. He's the guy that physically brings the beer in. Oh. Like I had to go bring him a host clamp because. The boost tube blew off his turbo on his semi one day. And he's like, dude, I need a hose clamp. Like, I'm down. At 45, like, come on. I need more boost. Yeah. So not only does he help, what, how many guys on a given year at the dirt track? Well, Benji. Just, yep. Couple, yeah. yeah. Jared. Jared. Yep. Handful of them. How many years have you been going? Ooh. How many years have you been helping the pits? Well, three years now, steadily. With you, yeah. Yep. Three, four years, steadily. When it comes to, um, I guess, you guys, like, going to different tracks, you know, what are some of your favorite venues? Do you just stick 
to within Wisconsin? I know you had mentioned like Minnesota. Is there any sort of like aspirations? I think of like the Chili Bowl or like anything else like that. Something wild and crazy. Like again, like you know, if if he raced dirt bike and and he got some sort of you know uh, uh, notoriety, it's like, hey, would you ever think about trying to go to AMA or you know Anaheim stuff like that? Is there any like what what's your guys' favorite venues? I guess to race. There is. We have a lot of different ones. Um, they they change sometimes. Um, we used to go to Brit every year. Boone back in the day Boone was like our it's kind of like the Crandon what would say the fall Crandon it's just yeah. a big big yeah, event um how long is Boone a week a week <laughs> yeah can you imagine that could you imagine Crandon for a week no no over, over I mean a thousand cars barely survive Sunday yeah night. you barely survive <laughs> fucking Wednesday to Sunday <laughs> I, think I, I don't know that I went to bed before 3 a.m no from Thursday to Sunday to Monday <laughs> this year but it's like a straight up week it's like but what, Boone's Saturday the same way until like yeah. Sunday so the year we, we ended up winning Boone one year and I think we were what 326 mods only one winner that's um, crazy <laughs> that's insane man that's crazy. thousand cars uh throughout the whole all the classes together yeah there was like what's over a thousand so uh for me obviously like so I'm I'm from Crandon grew up in Crandon and I I will I, I know Jeffrey's been wanting me to say this. He's been eyeing me up the whole time. Is that I I am absolutely fascinated at how popular uh like dirt track racing is or like oval racing is. And and Dude, it's crazy. And and I, I think of it as like, okay, like kind of like soccer, you know what I mean? It is a very what? So, hold on, hear me out. Hear me out, hear me out. So, like, you know, <laughs> you, you think about American football, you know, I mean, it does cost a lot of money to participate in it. Whereas soccer, all you need is a ball and whatever can make a net. So that's why it's a very popular sport in the world. Whereas something I feel like oval track racing is something that, you know, almost an everyday man can get into. It's it's reasonably affordable. Whereas if you try to race like one of those, like mm. that's that's another level of things. You know what I mean? So if you're able to go into dirt track racing and do like late models and do circle tracks, you know, circle tracks are everywhere. You know what I mean? You don't have short course tracks all over the place. Just like you don't have NFL stadiums all over the place. It's, it's big soccer stadiums and and you have just a plot of field and that's all you really need. You know, whereas football, you need a field goal, you know, you need pads, helmets, stuff like that. So I think you'd be blown away the cost of a late model. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, late, when you get the late model world, it's, a, it's yeah. I guess well, that's why we're it's here. Probably, too, but, but yeah. Off so, and, and and that's what like I, you know, I that's the questions why I like I have is like why do you think it's, you know, so popular? Is is it because it is a little bit more manageable? Because I mean, again, people can really get into it, and there just seems to be tracks like everywhere. I guess what what sets it aside from like short course? I think you're right. There's just so many choice, and it, it exactly you hit it right on the key. There, it's it's. A, a lot cheaper. It's still expensive, but it's a lot cheaper. Yeah, I mean racing um, within the local <laughs> within the local really region. Cheap and run really really low budget. You know, you might yeah. not be super competitive, but you can get in and do circles. I mean, there's yeah. there's there's guys that just do it because they want to do it and mm-hmm. hang out. But uh, that's that's what that's why I think there's so many of them and so yeah. many tracks and stuff. How many times, like in, in the summer, what can you race three nights a week, four nights a week? You can, if you wanted to, yeah, two to three, depending. Yeah, you know, if there's track like Luxembourg, I don't know if it's gonna open up this year, but if it does, you could you could do it on three. Well, you could run one forty one in Seymour yeah. in Shawano, or do they all do, do well, two of them overlap? They overlap. So one forty one and Shawano are the same. Luxembourg was on Sunday by themselves, and, and then Seymour was set, uh, Friday. Friday, 
and back in the day you could run three for sure mm-hmm. now they're overlapping and then sturgeon bay is saturday also yeah. what about but, gravity is that that's a racetrack? Fr- that's Friday night. You <laughs> 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 got, got uh, Beaver Dam. What was that? Yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday nights. Thing? Yes, yeah. Tuesday nights. I forgot about Beaver. But see what I see and, what I mean. And they, and they run because do they run every week too? Yes, yes. Every, every single week. Every week. Pretty much. And I, I guess uh, my question is: Is is there fans in this? In are there fans consistently every? Not is there not like an off road race. I mean, you know, like the 10 grand and stuff, you have a big, big, big fan, bigger. but there's fans all the time. It's yeah. just not, you know, as crowded. No, yeah, not at all. Oh, okay. It's, it's, it's a small, also like, yeah. Like the scale is different. You know what I mean? But like, I, think, yeah. I think if we ran, if we ran say 10 nights a year, eight nights It'd a year, be sold out, the stands would be full. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Because Hey, we're not going to see one for another month or half a month yeah, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Okay. What do you think, um, other tracks are missing other than a bar? in the dirt track world, like, uh, locally. Cause obviously we've seen a lot of tracks come and go, um, switch ownership, do different things. Like, what's your opinion, Drew? Like being someone that's not never, obviously not a racer. So you don't have that, that initial mm-hmm. investment as going there, the payout, so on and so forth. But as a spectator slash helper crew guy, like what, what is your opinion on tracks that they do good and what they do that would make you want to come back more or less? Uh, it'd be a Monte cars, the biggest thing. Cause you yeah, gotta, but that, that doesn't really, well, if I want to go and watch it, I want to watch like, yeah, you want to see a, a feature. Uh, yeah, obviously, you know, yeah. I want to see competition. I mean, that's the biggest thing too. I mean, you, especially with the 10 grand race, you got all the guys coming out of state. You know, right. the stands yeah. fill up for that just because I think you're getting different people, yep. different racers coming. Yeah, in. I, I think when it. you get the same yeah. people all the time, it's kind of the same thing for. It's like painting. Everybody yeah. comes up. It's, yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, you know what? We're gonna paint it white again, but it's a different white. But it's yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. And the biggest thing is it this time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, that was Miller Lite. Punches, <laughs> no, I punch his fist through it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Drew. But I mean, like, you got it. You hang got, on, time out. What happened now? Tell the whole story. But what? Well, putting the hole in the wall. Now that we all mentioned <laughs> it different times, you just kind of got to break it to us like, physically. <laughs> I lost a race and the wall was there, so I got it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had to come back and fix it? I did fix it. Yeah. So were you I there, Benji? It. No. That was no. that. That was that victory, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So this guy, Racing RC, gets pissed off, turns Wait, around. Wait, this is an RC race? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Competition is competition. Let's get tired. Gets pissed off, turns around, boom, right oh, to the wall. Dude, the wall. I, I, the problem with these a, things is when you throw those, everything, you know, you trash mm-hmm. it. So you can't, you might as well, you're better off well, using your I face. Mean, it's, I still have that radio. <laughs> oh, oh Lyle's got one. Uh, Lyle's saying, fingers up. He's like, saying, wait a minute. What set you off to like bring you there? <laughs> what was it? What was Someone fed him a right rear, dog. Yeah. Someone put me in the fucking catch fence. Well, there was another time too when I had the wheel hanging off the radio. Carson ran. Carson. He. Okay. So, anyone that knows RC, or if you don't, you're holding a radio. We call it a radio. Most people call it that don't know is a controller. Mm -hmm. And it's got like a pistol grip. Yep. Right. And the throttle is if you're right handed, you're holding it with your left hand. The throttle is your pointer finger. Your right hand, basically right next to it, has a steering wheel. Mm -hmm. He had it in his left hand, took his right hand, and punched it. And broke the wheel off of it. His own radio. 
That radio still works. <laughs> and then now, super glued it back together. Yep, the screws are just for imitation purposes only. Now the question, how old was this individual? Uh, that, no, that was him like two years ago. Oh, no, I know that. Well, but, but, like, but, it was longer. Nah, come on. How, was it, how old was the individual that put you in the wall? Seven. Oh, I don't yeah, know. exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, I think fucking, the radio it one. Fu- that, it was fucking Timmy. When the, yeah. <laughs> when, the, when the radio when the radio got the brunt of it that one time, I think it was just me. <laughs> <laughs> I black of talent. Black of talent got the best of it. Boom boom. They all in the air. It glitched, right? It glitched. Yeah, it glitched. That's what happened. The radio. Faulted yeah. and didn't. He, he yep. meant to turn and it didn't turn. And next thing you know, yeah. the you wheel was turn hanging. Did you turn? <laughs> Damn, man. I'm out here thinking you were actually in a car and you were so heated that you had enough time to get out of the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Where do you think there's drywall? That's what I mean. Where are you going to punch some <laughs> drywall on the right yeah. track? That's what I mean. Is that he got out of the car, went and found some drywall. Hold on, hold on. He must have been a fuck up. <laughs> you know what? I never, I never got aggressive when I raced carts. So maybe I just need to get in inside in, of something. In, yeah. Yeah. Hold yeah. Oh, well, damn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think we all oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll calm anyone down. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, I was gonna, no, I'm, I'm going to retract it. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Here we go. I'm not going to say it. So it was going to be so good, bit, though. Just the, like, just the tip. Just, just the tip. It's <laughs> 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 an echo. Yeah. Oh shit. So when it comes to like these different uh different tracks, so as far as like your favorite venues go, is it is it just the atmosphere uh that, that is different that, that you really enjoy, or is it like different styles of dirt, the 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 lengths of the track, whether they're longer or shorter, you know, what what kind of adds factors into like some of your favorite tracks then? Prize of I, the purse. <laughs> <laughs> I guess other you than don't that. even race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does your opinion matter? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think I love uh, different tracks. Definitely, um, racing against guys that you've uh, you'll see once or twice a year. Okay. Being able to go kind of like shake it back down with them, and yeah. at their track, they'll come and run your big race. You go run their big race, just to kind of, uh, like I said, going somewhere different, and it just makes it a little more fun than just being at home all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How often are you traveling to these tracks throughout the year, I guess? I don't, I don't travel near as much. Three to five times a year, that's it. Okay. And most of it's local. And when you do travel, what besides money, is it that's what takes you yeah, out what, that what, way? What brings most, you there? Yeah. Most of the time, but if it's like, um, say, wintertime and there's something big going on somewhere, it's usually it's farther down south, obviously. And uh, sometimes I'll just go if I got the time off and, you know, I work full time too, so... Mm-hmm. If I got the time off and stuff and I can kind of wing it, I'll go and give her a shot. Do you think outside of like the purse, what helps get drivers? You know what I mean? Like we've, we've always went back and forth. Like does money actually bring racers? Does it always bring racers? It doesn't seem to always bring racers. It's almost like I think having takes, a good venue, good good track, mm-hmm. good uh, good and people, other racers. No other racers, and yes, having, competition. You know, yeah, if you know the people ain't gonna show up. You know, we 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 always went to Brit. We went back there this year, but we skipped a lot of years, and uh, they changed the track, Brit Iowa. Okay. It's just one of those shows we used to run all the time. And they ended up changing owners, and they took the track and they added a whole bunch of bank and gonna make this thing better. Well, we run crates now. Crate engine doesn't have near the power of like an open engine anymore. So they opened up this track. Well, 
you get on there and it just it just made it not race real well for so when we get there which just wasn't fun anymore because it just felt like it single laned out and you just couldn't so everybody kind of quit going and we and everybody used it to didn't matter there. what the purse was no and, and, and the purse go. Was, it did drop but then they picked it up a little bit and then but nobody it showed helped. up anywhere because the track just wasn't good damn yeah so like so Jay, I think the so venue, like Jay I think, Oklahoma if the track's ass no one's gonna show up well I mean yeah it's really <laughs> 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 I think it'll take time. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't do one year. I mean, yeah. yeah. I just. I just think there's a lot of factors in it because I think like this year there's a lot of Iowa guys that didn't come up for the ten grand race because locally or not as far we're they too had. Good. What's that? We're too good locally. <laughs> yeah. Well, that too. But they just had like different like different races that were closer that they could make just as much coming to 141 for a or couple half days. as much but no yeah. they had a better chance there's some that did yeah. that too. It, i think it's just a lot of factors you know the facility like he was talking about and then and, ten, a, and 10 grand ain't is not i mean it's not what it used money, to be but 10 grand 10 years ago was a lot better than Take today it now. Yeah. When, yeah. When, it, when it costs you three to get there yeah and obviously like what's which they, they probably don't even are gonna look at me like i'm crazy <laughs> what what's your opinion obviously was it last year they changed the tire rule that you're allowed to start grooving tires? Two years now, I think it is. Two years. Yeah. Good, bad. Has it helped? Has it hurt? So our sport changes rules all the time. And we always talk about like, was it actually better for the sport? Was there, was there a squeaky wheel that needed grease? So they did it to satisfy them. Was there a reason behind it? Um, to give you guys a little background. So Hoosier owns dirt late or dirt track racing for the most part. And for the last, I don't even know how many years, you weren't allowed to soak them, groove them. You could sipe them, right? And that's it, and grind them. Yep. And two years ago, they allowed them to start basically doing like short course does, and you're allowed to start grooving them. And what I heard, the, and, and this is just what I've heard. I don't know if it's the true answer or not, but they allowed grooving them to try to make the tires last longer. They thought that maybe you were able to take a used tire groove it and then it'd be good again and then right. you'd get like another run out of it but i've talked to some people recently that said that all it did is cost them more money because now they take a brand new tire they groove it they wear the edge off of it and they throw it out and it lasts half as long because all the lugs are cut up down to just little pieces oh, pretty much yeah. yeah that's pretty much how it goes and like our stuff we, we we don't groove nearly as much because it's probably better in the mud most of our stuff is so hard packed and dry dry we actually stick away stay away from from grooving them um, as far as like, uh, you know, like you said, kind of tire grooving goes or, or anything else like that. Um, you know, I, I talked with Keegan and he said like tires are like a, a, a big thing uh, as far as like getting you around and, and they're a lot more important than people think. Um, does that <clears throat> really then dictate like which tires, like, again, is it just Hoosier? It's, then it's that? a spec tire. It's, it's one tire, one time. So it's kind of like F1 then. then yeah. where it's just one. Well, one tire. there's not even compounds. Just one, yeah, it's one. just one. Okay. That's one. It. Yeah. That's it. That's it. But um, people prep them a hundred different ways. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's the best way? I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 
Which I think there's a, there's a pretty good standard, right? Everyone sipes them. Everyone needles them. Yep. And everyone cleans them with sim- simple green. So what? what so for like uh, some of us like short course guys that, that don't know, like what does what does all that stuff mean? Like you put like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, like, like little needles in them, like acupuncture then? Or yeah, you basically. Yeah. Really? Yep. Is that oh, good? shit. Yeah. I was just fucking around, man. But that's cool. That's wild, man. Imagine getting run over by one of those. Ah! No, 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 no. No, they're not. They're not. <laughs> they use a needle <laughs> to poke the rubber. The they're not leaving it in there. Damn, I was gonna say, man, that shit. Wow, man, might have started like watching. wheels, bro. Yeah, yeah. I got one of those. Yeah, I was gonna start watching, man. I started to think about like a, it's like a snowmobile race. Huh? Yeah, I was starting to think about like a hypothetical scenario. Like, let's say you know you got in an accident, and some guy got out of the car, and then you hit wanted him to he find drywall yeah. draw to punch, and you ran him over. Yeah, and then you ran him over, and then he died. You know, is it murder? I don't know. Fuck, dude. It's spiky oh, wheels. Yeah, free acupuncture tonight, yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah, in your opinion, hypothetically, in that scenario, would that be murder? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we can't get sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, what is it called? Siphoning? Siphoning? Siphoning. Siphoning. Oh, we're not trying to steal Siphoning. gas. Nope. Bro, where'd you <laughs> come from? Keegan probably sipes tires. Sipe. S Y P. It's just Sipe. basically pan, picture pan, a razor blade cutting a slit in a tire and oh. moving over eighth or quarter or half inch, cut another slit. Gotcha. Oh. Okay. Angle, however you want to do it. I thought they're just cutting. Like, so they're not like grooving them, like taking a yeah. chunk out. Oh, okay. It's like taking the middle out of a grooving iron, just having the two little pieces standing up. Yep. And razor then blade. doing it every which fucking direction. Yep. Like they make machines that do it for you. That's how yeah. important it is. There's yeah, easy sight machine. You they'll go right on and they'll it'll do the whole tire. You mount a tire on everything. It. Yep. Damn. See, which we don't use. <laughs> my dad. My dad does all my siping. He does not like it. Really? Yeah. He doesn't like the he machine. Says what happens with the machine is so the machine pulls across the tire and the tire flexes. Yeah. So when it hits the first lug, every tire's got the lugs. It pulls on that lug, and it goes so fast across that it by the time it gets to the to the halfway across the log three quarters, it starts pulling, it flexes that rubber over. So it's not as deep from where it starts to where it ends on every log. So he does it by hand. Mm. Larry is a tire guru. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. But that goes to show you like, we can edit that. Tire, that tires out, though, are everything. Tires are everything. Like, yeah. They well, claim now it's fixed. The machine doesn't do that. So I guess we might have to try. I said, when he stops doing it, I'm going right to the tire machine because I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah. It takes like an hour, hour and a half to sipe one tire. <sighs> Could you imagine that? Yeah, no. No. fuck that. No, no. way. Well, and, carpal, and your wrists and purple <laughs> yeah. tunneled up. And well, he's got that already. But then what are you gonna another do? reason. And what are you going to do? I have to start doing this way now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what what percentage do you think tires are in dirt oval? Like as far as ninety percent success rate. What do you mean? Like, do you think uh, your set, say, it, it's 60% the driver, 40% oh. of the setup, and... 10% will. Okay. No. <laughs> like, how important are tires? Like, obviously, we go back to RC racing. We all know in RC racing, you put on shitty tires, you can put any setup mm-hmm. you fucking want on it, yeah. and it sucks ass just mm-hmm. as much as the last one. Yeah, It doesn't right. matter. Yep. It's not as critical as the RC by any means. No, I would say about forty percent. I mean, it's that's still, it's critical. That's, that's pretty big. Yeah. It's still yeah. critical, but I don't think it's to the because you really can't. Be, besides, a, my drink. 
<laughs> Besides we could all hear that. Yeah, yeah, we still heard that. <laughs> Besides grooving and siping, I mean, our tires are only, you know, that tall. They're not very tall, so yeah. it... Six, um, three sixteenths of an inch. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's not much, but I think the little prepping does give you a little bit of an advantage, but yeah, everybody... Most of your top guys all do it, so I think you're all back yeah, in the same boat. it's not a secret. So, yeah. 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 It's not like I got siping and grooving or whatever, and the next guy don't, you know, so. Yeah, everyone's doing the same thing. You can, I think Jarvis sells already siped Yep, tires. you can buy extra $20 or whatever it is to get oh, siped tires. And they'll sipe them for you. Oh, really? They'll yeah. them, needle them. Like, so the needler, they, they make these tire machines that you mount your tire, the wheel and everything up on, and it has like this slider bar that goes across. And the tire is spinning and you just take this thing. It's maybe what? Three inches wide. Yeah. Two, three inches with a bunch of needles and you just hammer it against it. And it pokes just little tiny holes in the tire all the way around, not through the carcass, but just in the, in the, the tread, I guess. How much are machines like that? No idea. I don't even have one. Too expensive for me. Have you ever needed? Obviously, you don't need them. <laughs> I don't. I don't. New business venture. I, I, I don't. I don't. I've don't never done me. it. What do you think? What do you think the needling is doing different? Like, obviously, Reckless Rob, which he's not a great example, <laughs> but he has all the guru, the the gadgets, right? And being right next door to us, um, we always go hang out there, check it out, whatever. Hang out at a shop. Awesome guy. And I see them doing it and they're siping them. They'll sipe them and then they'll needle them right afterwards. I'm like, you're basically just shredding the rubber to nothing. Yeah. Is, that, is that the goal? I, I, is that I, grip? I'm going to be straight up honest with you. I really don't know what that does because I've never done it. And uh, the only thing I can think of is, it, I, I don't know if it's kind of heat, keep the heat out of the tire maybe. But I've never really that had that issue. So unless you run the rubber down track, um, I don't know if it's doing anything, but. Interesting. No. Weird. What um <clears throat> so as far as like uh you know dirt track racing goes, what keeps you going back? You know, like like year after year, race after race. You know what what keeps it? Is it just is it just the love of like racing, just wanting to get in and kind of fling it around, or is there is there like something more that you're like chasing? No, just a passion of of uh, yeah, just a passion for it, and then just seeing every year and just trying to see how, how much better you can get. And, and the next, you know, as soon as you find something out and you chase that, you chase another setup and believe it or not, our stuff, I'm, I'm sure it happens in this world too, but our setups change so much. Like you'll find something and be like so good for a while. I mean, it might be a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months and then somebody else will find something and you'd be like chasing again or it's, it's uh it, it, that part I think keeps me going. Cause I think it was the same thing all the time, unless you're winning all the time, it would be <laughs> yeah. like, it would probably won't be that much fun. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and, you know, he had mentioned, obviously you you know, you raced RC and, and, uh, side by sides. Is there, is there anything else that you have, have like wanted to race or haven't gotten an opportunity to race or something that you'd like to get back to? Like if, if given an opportunity. Yeah. Is there, um, if there was anything you could race outside of what you've already done, what, what would it be? Or, or is there anything on your bucket list basically within reason that you'd be like, if you have the opportunity, you would do it. It's hard with kids and family, but I, I mean, I'd love to try the, the, the late model world just because it's really just it's insane. Kind of the same thing as what I'm doing, just a lot higher up um, would be would be awesome to try. Yeah. Uh, I mean, something like that would be great, but I just, there's no, there's no way to be able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
there's shifting involved. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so to fill everybody in, he's pointing at a picture of a pro oh, four. Oh, yeah, that's right. They yeah, can't, they like, can't, they can't <laughs> see him. So a couple, a couple times tonight, we've been pointing at a picture that nobody can see. So Maybe not that one, but... But, but something a little newer and up, yeah. and up to date. Would you, I thought a two-wheel would be better just because I'm used to the rear. Yeah. I like and they don't shift, really. Me. They run a uh, turbo 400, and you shift between second and third the whole race. It's literally one, oh. one click up, one click oh, down. That'd be a little easier. That'd be a lot, a lot simpler than a, than a sequential. <laughs> would you ever run like, uh, given the opportunity, like a sprint car or uh, like the, the chili bowl or anything like that? A full-blown sprint, I would drive one. I don't know if I'd race one. I'd have to drive it first. I just think they're pretty crazy. They're pretty yeah. insane. I, I, yeah. I just don't know if I like the drive shaft between my legs. <laughs> 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 and a steering wheel like a bus. I yeah. just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I need to sit more like down in it. I don't know. <laughs> like you're sitting in it instead yeah. of on it. I, just, I feel like a sprinter, you're sitting on it. Yeah. And they just build a cage around you, <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, and then, you're sitting and on the train. Wide open to just flying all over the place. Like, yeah. And over wings. the fence. Yeah. I just, I don't know. That's, I don't think I would, maybe 10 years, 20 years ago, but I don't think anymore. I mean, you drilled that micro sprint though on time. How Dude, was it was that? insane. Yeah. It was insane. You're constantly I would, moving, ain't it? Like, I would, just, I would do it again. Like I always tell everybody, every, they say like, what, what is something you would do if you had the chance? I want to race the chili bowl. And I w would want to race like a 24-hour Le Mans, like Ooh, in, a, mm -hmm. in a pavement car. So I did a 12-hour race. I was going to say, didn't you do something like that? Yeah, I did and a 12-hour race. Sucked. No, How no. Was that? no. I did a, a pavement oval race, that's, and oh, I hated that's it. The one. He said that that's one, too. I hated that, it. I remember that one. Yeah. But I did a race in Ohio in a BMW, an old BMW. It was stick shift, didn't have like, wasn't fancy at all. It was a cool car. One of my buddies owned it. It was a BMW uh, 325i, all gutted out little bit of engine mods, stick shift, whatever. No big deal. And we did a 12 hour race and you switch out drivers and everything. And that was something I freaking loved. I loved like, that's something I would do, like go race, like for the Lexus team or something like that. Yeah. Um, pavement, but road course, not, um, in an oval. Mm -hmm. And I would like to do, um, the chili bowl. I think that'd be sweet. But like Drew said, I ran a micro sprint with gray Ledbetter and a few of her crew in, North Carolina that actually uh, somebody, so they just had the dome, right? They just had the late model race yep. at the dome and bro, we picked that up at the mic. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my God. That's going to itch when it dries. <laughs> I've heard oh, that. That's real. I dude. Didn't dude, that was so wet. I didn't want to say anything the first time. I thought we are just going to go. <laughs> I've been holding that one in, man. That was so wet. I, I thought it was me smacking no. my lips. Yeah, yeah, I thought we were going to go. There's a bathroom. Do you need a wipe? There's a bathroom it's down there. It's starting to hurt, man. I couldn't do it no more. I, uh, I kind of like. <laughs> you were just staring at CJ2A. So I was like, yeah. you're all serious. Too. I know. I was, I was that, trying to like, like play it off. It was kind of like one of those where I was trying to like let it just fall out. But you might have to wipe your chin on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. That's gross. You're not gonna. You're, it's not gonna pick it up. I hope not. <laughs> oh, we heard it. Yeah, I can hear, I can hear it. it. I heard it. I heard it. Anyway, so, uh, so, Mikey, did you hear it? Okay. Oh, of he, <laughs> he felt it. He felt. If you didn't hear it, you felt yeah. the vibration through the freaking floor. So back to the micro sprint. So we ran at Millbridge. Yeah. And uh, some of the top late model guys. So I ran a micro sprint at this track called Millbridge and they were testing late models there. I don't even know how they fit, but they were practicing for the dome. Um, ran. So I was running a, a little 
basically the size of a big four-wheeler, maybe the size of a UTV. But it didn't have a wing on it, right? Yeah, I did. I ran a winged one. So that was the craziest thing. So when you would come into the... I've never driven one ever in my life. They don't have practice. You go right into qualifying. Here you go. (laughs) Get out there. Good luck. And we ran. The bottom was non-existent. The middle was non-existent. The cushion was six inches off the wall right away. And I'm like in left field, right? Like (laughs) I'm just trying to go around. Like I'm like, I'm going to the bottom. It's safe down here. I don't care. It's fine. I'll I'll just suck it up for the night. And went through qualifying, qualified last to be expected. (laughs) Went in the B main, almost made the A main, was within a position of making the A main. And I was like, I'll take it. You know what I mean? Never been in one. Watch the whole A main, get done. And the track's open for practice after the race. (laughs) It's so that's like a backwards. common thing. Yeah. That's like a common thing. The tracks open for if they get done before whatever their hour closes or whatever it is, the tracks open and they allow one car on the track at a time. And that's it. And the, the crew I was racing with was like, let's get out there. They're like gear back up. I'm like, I'm probably never going to do this again. Why, why do I care? They're like, no, we want you to get out there and like run. So I went back out and ran a bunch of laps and then I came in and the guy, Finally, this is, this is something I feel like I really struggle with in other forms of racing is getting the crew people to understand that you actually know what you're talking about. I think they deal with so many people that are just a paid driver that doesn't actually oh. know what the car's doing and they say something and they just ignore them. Cause they're like, this guy don't know shit. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He's yeah. probably just going to fuck the car up anyways. Mm-hmm. Right. So once you can gain their trust that you know what you're talking about and you know what you want, it goes a lot further, but it's hard to do that. It is really, really hard to do that because a lot of these companies deal with 10, 15 drivers that come in for a weekend, a year that run their mouth about how good they are and they know all this, but have never set a thing up in their life. Right. So I came in, we made one change and it was, it was out on the track. He asked me what I, what it felt like. And I was like, well, I feel like it does this and this is what I need to get it to run better. And he's like, I see it. And he made one change And we ran the fastest lap of the night. (laughs) (laughs) And the weirdest thing out of all of it was when you came in the turn. So typically in most racing, not all, but you come in, you let off, you you do a little break dance to get the car set. And then you pick the throttle back up. It wasn't like that because of the spoiler, the wing on the top, the air would swirl off the wall and grab the spoiler and pull a car in. So you actually... Stayed on the throttle all the way till you felt the the wind grab the wing and then you'd get off the throttle and then back on the gas like right away. You hardly even needed the lift, but you'd be like, I'm going to take out this wall. I'm for surely going right through the wall. There's no way I'm going to stop. And you'd come flying in there. And when you got about two feet from the wall, you'd feel the the air swirl over and it actually pulls the car inwards. Like you'd lean in towards the infield. The car would cock over and then it would just freaking rip around the wall. It was insane. It was it was the hardest thing to get used to ever. It it, it just takes laps, until right? You, until you follow another car that's taking the wind off of you, and then you can't turn the then, corner. Then you can't yeah. turn the corner, right? It all, yeah. it all changes, yeah, for sure. But that was one of the most interesting things I've ever driven mm. because until you do it and you experience it, you'd you'd be like, "There's no way." Like when I was driving yeah. it in before that. They're like, dude, this kid's a pussy. He's letting off so early. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to hit the wall. And they're this like. This guy claims he drives four-wheel drive. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Summertime champ. And I'm like, dude, you want me to take out in the wall? And they're like, just hold the gas on. And I'm like, 
Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't gonna do it. Not even for the vine. Not gonna do it. And then you do it one time and you feel the air do what it's supposed to and you're just like mind blown. You're like, I, I don't understand. So that was something I was gonna ask you is uh um when I was younger, <clears throat> I had a 2000 Chevy Blazer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, during the wintertime, you know, I'd let her, I'd let her eat. <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd let her rip around the parking lot. And uh, <laughs> I, uh, I learned, uh, uh, I learned the feel Jeff of the face right now. Yeah, he's looking at, he's like, I understand what you're talking about. <laughs> I learned the feel of it, right? I could feel it in my butt. I could feel it in my in the thing. Ah, la, 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 right? right? Hitting the chip. Yeah. Hitting the chip in that, in that V6. And, what uh, did it sound like? It, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like that before. So, <laughs> so my question is, is how long did it take for you to then start to develop like that feel and that trust that when you're so far off the wall? Especially with like the the rear wheel of things, because again, if, if if like me or Jeffrey or Lyle jumped in that, we'd be so finicky and and I don't I don't mean to speak for you guys, but I'd be afraid, man, of either wiping out or going into the wall until you like get the feel of it. It's so crazy how you guys are up, so, up there. So before we before I raced mods, I started in a stock car class, which is like a regular looks like a street car kind yeah. of, and um, those drove a lot straighter. So I had a couple of years in that before I got into mods. So it just, I kind of just slowly, you know, the car, the, the stock car drove more, drives like a street car, drives straight. You don't really, you slide a little bit here yeah. and there, but not nearly like a mod. And just kind of slowly worked my way into that. And when I got into mod, it just kind of felt natural, I guess. I don't know. It just yeah. kind of got the feel and slowly worked into it, you know. And that's a lot of like, uh, like, like throttle control. And, yes. And, and, a lot of and brake steering gas, wheel and like. Um, we do a lot of trail breaking, so you'd be like, how do I say it? You'll come in and sometimes you'll stay on the gas. As a spectator, (laughs) honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll stay on the gas and sometimes you'll just, just try to just push the brake. And stay on the throttle. And and keep the car, it keeps the car up and it'll keep it turning. It'll keep it, everything stuck in the track. Sometimes when you let off, it takes the traction away. It takes the, the, the right rear traction away and it, it, it'll kind of like drop the car and throw it to the wall. Or okay. if you can like trail bike coming, it just keeps it like floating all the way around. But it's kind of kind of hard to do if you don't know how to do it. Yeah. And there's guy, there's a lot of guys that don't know, and, and it's a big advantage some nights when the track is like transitioning and there's not a lot of traction, but there's a little bit. And you're kind of finicking up there and trying to get that little bit of traction. The next guy follows you in the corner and he's just gone. It's like, well, how is he doing that? He's got to be cheating with tires or what? And it's like. <laughs> It's trail breaking and set up and just yeah, all of it experience stuff yeah. like that. Well, there was so one race and when I, I'd always ask him about shit, like how the track's cleaning off, and he'll tell me like you know once the dust clears, then he'll get to bite there and then he'll be able to progress or whatever. But he has to wait for that moment and just wait, and it's all kind of like predicting the track and you know where the track's gonna go. But that one night he was talking about it. I'm like, did it clear up down there? Because he was just like stuck wasn't gaining, wasn't losing. And then all of a sudden, now he started gaining. I'm like, did it come in? And he's like, no, I started using brakes. <laughs> I started saying, like, oh, and I turn around, I'm like, this motherfucker just coming using a brakes on the fucking corner? Like, what the fuck? And then, <laughs> it ain't got then, no brake fluid in yeah, it. Yeah, can contest that, because how long, no one told you for how many races in the mod when you ran it, like on the restarts, 
There's a so there's a lot more going on in a mod yeah. or late model mm -hmm. than anything you guys will ever see. There's like 17 links, eight shocks, <laughs> and fucking <laughs> yeah. like I'm not even lying, like not 17 links, but they but they'll connect the brake caliper to like a link, and then the caliper when you when it hits the brake it pulls on the chassis of the car and makes the car do different stuff. Gee, and well, then it's on bearing, so you can you can float it. Which goes a bar up to the chassis. You can lock it to the cage, which was your four bars hooked to, which is your that basically holds the left rear. I mean, you can do numerous things with that. They they probably have what would you say, fifteen individual rear adjustments. Oh oh god! <laughs> he goes ah, no, 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 not not, not total, not oh, total, like oh. not per hole oh. or anything like that, oh. but. Yeah, I know. I got you excited, Daddy. Yeah, you got a lot of holes to choose from. Just in general, like, okay, you got your your lower your upper and lower link on both sides. You got your J bar. You got your pant or bar going forward. Pull bar. Pull bar. You got obviously spring shock. You can you can run um, the link off the brake caliper. Yep. There's, I mean. You can have six, six link, but you can have three on each side if you really wanted to. You could have a floater on the right side, too. Nobody really does it anymore. Other than the car I drove. It was awful. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think Johnny might run one on the right. I but don't then know. You got, no, then you he does chain limiter. No more. Then you have the chain limiter. You can adjust that for so it's how like far our end drops. Up, and, and, so dude, it's insane. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's where you're going to get. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the alternator <laughs> yeah. plays a factor. Dude, can't you guys? They can move their engine, like your yeah. engine height. Height and side to side. That's wild. That, yeah. Our four bar bracket. <laughs> Jeffrey's look on his face. There's so much that goes on to this. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, much for going huge. in a circle, huh? Turning left. Dude, yeah. it's no insane, kidding, man. It's insane. Well, and that's the thing you guys are talking about, kind of like the rear setup of things. It's like, who who started that shit? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> somebody just, way smarter than like all of us gun. combined. Someone, and, and someone and cheating? Yeah. And there's <laughs> yeah, dude, for real. Someone cheating? Our, our left side four bar bracket has 50 holes. See, that's what I mean. Like, who came up with How would like, you choose, Tito? Yeah, if like, you had 50 like, holes you on three nights a week, how would you choose? Close your eyes and you yeah. just... It's always yeah. the easiest yeah. hole. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, that one doesn't hurt. You just tip that, them that all? One, that one went in really well. Let's, uh, let's so, so go okay, that that's... Now you got 48 next week. Are you going to go back to the same one? I mean, depends. Are you going to start there is, is, or are you going to wander the track off? Or is it shorter? Same track. Ooh, same track? I don't same know. track, but we had rain this week. Ooh, I'm going shorter. You're going to go to a different hole. I'm going to a different hole. You're going to go mosey on. You yep. go a smaller one if it's raining. Yep. That's what I'm talking about right there. Uh, is that because yeah. you're cold on a rainy day? Mm -mm. It's just because I, I'm, able to, I'm able to wah, wah, wah. I'd probably put the trash Yeah, yeah. My, my blazer, bro. Tell me, man. Is that automatic or Zero. Uh, oh, I made it a clutch. Oh, man. <laughs> How did you make it a clutch? Yeah, Please it explain. Like it, had, it had D1, D2, D3. And oh, I was so you just, to, oh, you yeah. just three on a tree up here yeah, and yeah. just fucking bang, oh, yeah. bang. I tell you what, man, zero, zero lights hit. Zero parking lot lights hit, man. Fuck, That's pretty good. All around it. Which means you probably hit three. Came close. I actually, I hit none. I'm actually, actually, yeah, I didn't hit it. That's impressive. I never once crashed my car yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, goes, yeah. That's why. That's why I'm sticking to a front wheel then, because then I don't have that urge to be like, hey, let me try this. <laughs> what do you mean? Go to McDonald's, put some trays under the rear wheels, put the parking brake on. 
You got it. I, I used to have a 92 Cadillac uh, DeVille, big, big boat. And uh, that was my first front wheel car. And I was like, okay, like it was cool that like I could get through the snow. I eventually started to learn how to be able to kind of get the back end out. You just, it's, you, you got to hit the parking brake for a second yep. and then you got to let it go. And then the back end kicks out. Well, did you double stop? Yeah. I just went, <laughs> Wait, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Did you break like yeah, yeah. So, so you have a hand down here to release it, and you just like. Oh no! I, I was a double stomper. I, I, yeah, I had oh, my like oh, leg up it. here, and then I went <laughs> really oh, hit, and oh, then okay. it flipped around. And I was like. Uh oh. Oh. I'm back, bitches. The suicide knob got me excited. Suicide knob got me excited. I used to have a Z24, if you remember those, in the emergency brake, or not the, or the, yeah, the emergency brake. Who break. makes a Z24? Years ago. Uh, Cavalier. Okay. And uh, some of so us are hold, young you around here. Bu- you hold the button. <laughs> yeah. Hold the button mm-hmm. in, and then it's like rear brake, you know, mm-hmm. but you can go right back down. So you could come in, pull that, and it would set the car. And like you said, you go in this parking lot and <laughs> go with some shitties. <laughs> did, you, did you need a suicide knob too? I didn't whoop, have a suicide knob. Mm, <laughs> I, was, I was always out of control. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's our steering boxes on our, our, we have six to one boxes on our, on our cars. So it's yeah. like, you go down the track, you go to pretty much like quarter turn. That's it when we're racing. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That's the same as a race shark. If I'm past 12 o'clock, I put my hand about 10. And if I'm if I'm like two, I'm, I'm pushing yeah. her a little too hard. <laughs> yeah, you're about I, to spin out. Yeah. So if I'm about 12 o'clock, we're doing good. Try backing so, them up into a pit once. <laughs> Someone let you try? There's like just a little bit this way. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to drive it like I saw next to your over and freaking. So, <laughs> so when you're driving, are you no. like just. Just, well. You, you look like the, you were like beating yeah, a dick. Yeah, you see, these, you see these guys. You guys are just. Kind of, you're just <laughs> hanging and, you know, wherever yeah. you need to go. And Oh, okay. So our cars probably turn another third as far as yours. We can, like our Pro 2s can almost go 90 degrees. And it it's half of steering wheel. Yeah, I don't From know. From straight to almost full 90. That's... So... Our steering, we don't we don't have like a like a quickener in there or anything. It's built right into either the power steering or the rack or whatever. But ours is built in the box now. We don't have quickeners anymore. It's yeah, we don't run we don't run quickeners anymore either. Yeah, thing in the past. Yep. Yeah, they do not turn on a dime. I'll tell you that. So if you need a quickener you for your truck, I got one. The blazer. The blazer. The blazer's gone now, man. Now he's a motocross rider. I'm a uh, dude. <clears throat> Can you see it? Can you see it, Benji? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how I get down. This is how I rip. You ran a thumb throttle on the dirt no, bike? No, I know why he did so, that. He was so, dead serious about this. Yeah. So we were talking about like uh, like like dirt bikes, and I was like, yeah, man. I was like, I'll get out there. I'll fucking rip it. And I did like the thumb thing, and everyone laughed at me, and I was like, oh, ha, ha. Was that, was like, wasn't that funny? And they were like, there's no thumb throttle on the thing. I was like, oh, yeah. I meant like this. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the wrist action thing. We were so. by Carlson, right? He just yeah. died laughing. Yeah, because we were talking about like one tens and yeah, I'd, I'd never jumped on one. <laughs> <laughs> Until this year. Have you guys been on dirt bikes, right? Yeah. yeah. 
I have. Yeah, I have. I've never raced them, but I mean, yeah. Yeah, everyone's uh, ridden one. Yep. Yeah, I've I've ra- I raced the first race this year. <laughs> <laughs> I was I took fifty sixth, and then I took tenth. <laughs> Out of 10. Uh, out of 10. <laughs> and out of 56. <laughs> you got to tell them the beginner's forward. class story. You can only go off from there then. Yeah, right? just like, we're all racers here. Yeah, 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 talking yeah, about. Yeah. We're all racers here, right, Cosmeki? <laughs> Damn right, man. <laughs> been in it. Been in the heat. Yeah. <laughs> I have. So for Jeffrey's birthday. So when we were at the track, he, he they have uh, pit bikes. They have 110. So they're like, oh, take the pit bike back for like with your camera and stuff. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to write right ride a pit bike. So I'd always, I'm, I'm a four wheel guy. And they're like, Oh, okay. So he goes for my birthday in, in October. He's like, there's a brawl for it all at, uh, at Pine Ridge. I want you to ride Athelstein. Yeah. Athelstein. I want you to, to ride it, ride a dirt bike for just for my birthday. I was like, all right, man. I was like, all right, I'll do it. It's just some convincing. Four stroke. They're a four stroke. Four, four stroke. stroke. Yeah. But, but they only have 12 inch wheels. They're a pit bike. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, like yeah. this big. Yeah. Yeah. So we get out there and he goes, oh, we, I need you to at least get on the bike and like come with me. So I go with him and we, he takes me through like some sand in the back and dog. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm three bills. So I'm fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and this thing's maybe 20 horsepower. Yeah, maybe. And I'm going through the sand. Rah, rah, I fall over, man. His oh. kid fucking laughs at me. Yeah. So we, we get back to the track. He goes out and like, does like practice. And like everyone's getting off the track, like, oh, dude, practice. It's, there's like three minutes left. And he goes, you need to get out there for like at least one lap if you're going to be a part of this. So I was like, oh, so I get out there for one lap. I kept it in first the whole way, man. Like that blazer. I'm coming down. Oh, yeah. Got my money's worth. I'm coming down the backstretch, right? So like I'm coming down the hill and I come up the hill and I go down and I get up the second hill and there's a flag lady there. And she's like, woo, like she's cheering me on. I was like, oh, shit, man. She might want it. <laughs> I'm going to have to show up Did next time. No, no, I have to keep going. So I got done with practice and then it was like the first 110 race. And he's like, all right, man, like we'll get you out there. I was like, all right, cool. Like, so I roll up to the starting line. There's like 50 people there. I'm like, I'm like, oh, like, I'm like, are are we waiting for the race? He goes, this is the race. <laughs> all these people. And he's like, he's like, yeah, man. I'm like, all right, cool. Put me like, up front. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to let all of them go. So again, the, the gate drops, I go, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in first man. Like I ain't, I ain't going fast. So going through, dude, people are blazing by me. I'm scared shitless, man. And then I get to the back stretch and I'm going down this hill, coming up and the girl, same thing, man. There's, you know, 50 dudes around me. And she looks at me and she goes, woo, like cheers me on. Woo. I'm like, man, <laughs> she going to get it tonight. <laughs> Try to Somebody's my, getting put down. <laughs> my, my fuck around and uh, click up second. Might <laughs> 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 have to show her what's up. Go go back to my blazer days, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to get through that shit. Yeah, right, man. So I, dude, I do like a lap and a half and I pull off, man. I, I can't, man. There's so many people. I'm scared. So he goes, there's one more. There's one more that you can do. I was like, oh, like, okay, well, what is it? And he goes, it's, it's a beginner, um, beginner class or like a beginner race. I was like, oh, like, perfect, man. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I'm legitimately that's my me. first time. Yeah. Like, legitimately that's, that's my a, first yeah. day here. So I, I pull up to the starting line and I'm looking, you know, at the schedule um, and it says beginners and women. And I was like, oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you have to go back and get your dress. <laughs> so, like I said, I pull up to the line. I look to my right. And there's a kid there. He's like 10. And like, I kind of like look at him and I kind of, you know, I'm getting ready. And I see him out of the corner of my eye. He's like staring at me. And I like look at him. He goes, hey, this is uh, this is for beginners. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and he goes, are you a beginner? How long have you been riding? And I was like, today. <laughs> and he goes, really? I'm like, yep, you'll see. <laughs> and I look to my left and I see girls. She's like, hey, good luck. And she just like stares at me and then like looks forward. I was like, bitch. <laughs> I was like, man, I might, as soon as this gate drops. <laughs> so, I mean, there's 10 of us there. So gate drops. And, and I thought about for a second of just like sending it, but I was like, ah, I better not. So gate drops. I'm in first. And I'm like, you know what? Still let's, let's get, yeah. let's get wild. <laughs> click, that, second. click that bitch in a second. Ooh, was I flying, man? Holy <laughs> shit. Dude. What I thought was happening versus what was actually yeah. happening. Did someone show you a video after? World of a different. Yeah, yeah, man. I was like, I was like, damn, dude. Like, I, I had a good pace going. Like, I was like, mm, like going around like the berms of the. Is he doing the, the heel the track? Uh, What's that? Is he doing the heel click? Yeah. You got the pit bike. You got to get air. No, to there's do four. That. Yeah, oh, there's four. And uh, so then I got to the backstretch, man. I really let her eat then where I was like, I was like, dude, if I would have had a sip of alcohol, I'd have been in third. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got lapped. <laughs> was that your first race ever in like, anything? Anything. In first anything. race, I think, yeah, in like anything like dirt related. Now he's trying to race a bus at uh, yep. Even Destruction, right? Short yep. bus or? Dude, don't matter. I don't matter. <laughs> It'd be pretty fitting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, a little short bus with a helmet. At Even Destruction. Oh, that's W I R. They let her on a figure eight. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah, I've watched. That's pretty cool. Do you want to do that? Would you ever do Me? that? No, I like to watch, but uh, <laughs> we're, we're all gonna watch Cheeto. We're gonna get a we're gonna get a bus and we're gonna paint it That's black. That's in September, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we can after Labor Day, I think. I think so, yeah. We're gonna paint it black and we're just gonna put bang on the side. <laughs> bang bang. <laughs> just bang. Yep. Just bang. Just bang. It's yep. gonna be the bang bus. Yep. Bang bus? Yep. <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna uh, couch in the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna put like lights in the back and there's yeah. gonna be a couch. And we're gonna put like blow up dolls and shit in yeah. the back. We don't just <laughs> so many things. I want to say, but I just, <laughs> <laughs> boss, we don't just lick windows. Yeah. <laughs> well, you might, but the rest of us, <laughs> we're looking more than windows on this bus. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. So you guys have uh, been to Cranon, right? Yes. And many since times. Uh, Tito's here, you think you could hold it wide open in a pro four in turn one? Any pro truck. Like, He's never driven anything in like, his life. Like, 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 I don't know why like, he can't. Pro light, pro spec, pro two, pro four. Don't look at him. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> you? Thank you. See, why can't I? He might be in first gear, but why don't? He just he just put out the loophole. I, I, already, I already tried that with Keegan. He's like, it's got to be full. Like, oh my god, just it's got to be in the it's highest full. gear. Yeah, the highest be, gear. Yep. Because I already I already tried exploiting that, and uh, he was not for it. That looks pretty freaky when they come around there. <laughs> he goes freaky. Yeah, no. 103. Just yeah. watching yeah. these guys. Yeah, you do can't it even there. click third in a pit bike. How are you going to click third in a pro four? There's no wow. cage on a pit bike, man. Wow. <laughs> have you ever, have yeah. you ever been in third? A pit bike goes 30 miles an hour in fourth gear. Yeah. All I'm saying is. How fast are you going through turn one? Like 103 to 106. <laughs> how, how, do you pick, how do you pick where you start? I've never Because we're never able Qualifying. to get close enough. 
But I'm saying like you don't the inside's the best. What's the yes, best? The inside's the best. Is it? And hopefully, obviously, it's the shortest or probably the most. The smoothest. It's the lowest. That's the so only it's reason it's the best. The outer lines actually spring run. I pulled the whole shot from like eighth or ninth in my dad's truck. The first time I ever drove it, that was yeah. that was in the Chairman's Cup this year, and uh, it was from like eighth. So the outside's actually better because you get a better approach to the turn. But you better hope your ass you beat them guys there, or you got bigger nuts and you don't let off when they do. Did you get to the I, dirt quicker on the outside? If you're like ten, ten okay. can go to the dirt because the dirt's gonna be a Fast. little bit less bumpier so you can keep the wheels on the ground and yep but you so just you're just way out and it's angled you can't really tell but 10 p10 is probably seven car lengths back from p1 right off right off the get-go so it's, oh. it's at an angle it's oh, about one yeah. tire yeah they're staggered like this oh yep. see I'm, we're always so then we, yeah. we can't go in and another stand so we can't see nothing but the screen so right so they're, they're you're probably what five feet from each other, like staggered back. Yeah, I would say by, yeah, by five yeah, feet probably per truck. Like, yeah, I'd say about your driver's side right here. Yeah, so by the time you get to P ten, you're you're back there. You're hmm. three truck lengths, four truck lengths back. You're there. pretty much kind of screwed unless well, a miracle happens. But. Well, you got two options. Or your Bryce Menzies. Yeah, <laughs> you don't lift, or or you hold it on longer than everybody and hope that the track's good enough that nobody slides up. And everybody else, some of the other guys actually kind of back off like right at the last minute too. Which a lot of people back off. It's it's usually never about if uh, if somebody's going to not, like if you have the biggest nuts, you're going to make turn one. Like my dad, he can pull a whole shot from anywhere because he's just Johnny Graves and isn't scared <laughs> to wad it up, right? Like, like we've all seen it happen a hundred times. Yeah. He, he's not scared. And he'll just hold it on longer than every, anybody else. But it only works if the track is good on the bottom because you're relying that the first two, three trucks, because they're going to beat you there no matter what, right? But when they lift to set it, you're going to 110% depend on momentum and not lifting and just carrying more speed to get around the outside of them. And the next turn goes left, so no. you can just get next to them and park it there. Well, if the track's shit and it's super wet on the bottom and they float up... You're eating the wall. There's Every no question time about I, it. So I, when I was there, to, I went there twice this year when it, both races. And when I was, I watched them water it and it's sand. So it's like, it's just grease. And I'm like, these guys are going to come flying <laughs> in this corner. And like, it's just a free for all. It's just, I don't know. There's no control. Yeah. I would say Sunday at Crandon, all the props in the world. They did the best job they've done in five years or six years fall, on the track. Fall Crandon? Fall Crandon yeah. on Sunday. It, it was like... It was it, we we, it, it was we like, missed Sundays, but... Yep. It was like they listened to every person that's ever watched anyone work dirt <laughs> in their life. Like, was like, oh, all you guys work dirt? Let's hear it. And they nailed it. It was perfect. They watered. They flipped the dirt over. They watered it again. We had a great track all day long. No, not a you were single person water underneath. You weren't just getting right. it on top where the last five years for sure for, I don't know if it's champ and their schedule and TV schedule, trying to stay on schedule. So important mm -hmm. that there'll be races. We'll go two races and all they'll do is dump water on the blue groove and that's it. And it'll be a muddy, slimy, shitty ass race. Cautions, people smashing each other. And everyone's like, these guys need to figure out how to drive. Why do you guys keep causing all these cautions? And it's like, well, 
when you water the blue groove, what do you expect? Yeah, what do exactly. you expect? It's going to be a, just a slime ball. Yeah, yeah. You, guys, you guys know it firsthand. Oh. And finally, they started um, flipping the dirt, watering it. They, they would water it, flip the dirt, water it again. Sunday at Crandon was comparable if not equal to ERX and you, every person will say ERX is the best yeah. track we have. You know what? You know, what's wild <clears throat> is that you're saying that about Sunday and they started racing on that thing on Thursday, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, ultra four class 11 day, night, dude, they're racing on it. And then come the, come the cup time. All like, day I, Sunday, I could, not just the cup yeah. all day. Sunday. Uh, yeah, and I, and I couldn't believe it because I think we said something. Mm-hmm. It was, maybe it was you. Yeah. Where we were like, this track is amazing right now. Yep. After everything that it's been through, after how many vehicles have been on this track, like it is immaculate. It was the best it's been in, in years. Not a, like if I could go figure out who decided that this is what they're going <laughs> to want, they're going to do that day. I want to shake his hand. Yeah. So because we had a phenomenal track and that's what ERX does all, all year. ERX can figure out how to make time and didn't make it, the track. Didn't good. it rain too though? Those Brandon, are, yeah, I thought. Uh, or am I thinking of a different? Is it that did earlier? rain, but I thought it was earlier spring in the run. year. Spring yeah. around yeah. rain most yep. of the time. Somebody got scared. That'll, that'll help too, you know, <laughs> get it soaked in a little bit. But it bit. doesn't. It seems like when it rains, there's so much sand there, it just goes through it. And they don't prep it. When it rains, they blade it off, and then it's like they don't want to do any track maintenance at yeah. all. Mm. And Bark River is the same way. Yeah, We've had Bark- rain in the last two years, and they've bladed it off, and we're all standing there as drivers going, get out there. And fucking start blading this dirt back on the track. All your moisture is right there. Let's start pulling some dirt on the track. Like, we can do it. You guys have five graders, two dozers, whatever else lined up there. Go pull two feet back on per per race and dry it out. It's The track is dry now. No, we're going to water the dry because it's, <laughs> it's dusty. It's and not doing nothing. Not no. doing nothing. No. And now we're all going to slide into, into a cushion. The guy on the outside. That's two or, feet tall. Yep. And then possibly roll over. Yeah. And it's going to be ass. So. so go I, ahead. Oh, I, th- that was a question I actually was going to have for you guys then was, uh, was track prep. So obviously, you know, mm-hmm. us from the short course world where we were just talking about it. And uh, when we went to 141. Balsaki, you need so, a beverage? <laughs> <laughs> we got an audience today, dog. <laughs> When it comes to like uh, 141, you know, how do they, how do they like prepare to the track? Cause once it was done, I mean, it seemed pretty blue groove or it seemed like there was not too much dirt on it, despite how dusty it was. Like, how does, how does that differ, I guess, from track to track and then from like even short course to like uh, oval racing? It changes just the, what it is. Some, some of them have clay, more sandy, some of them. So like 141, they have this, uh, like sprinkler. I don't know if you saw it there, but like yeah. they'll yep. yep. And they'll like go around, they'll yep. mist it and mm-hmm. uh, try to kind of keep the top line going. Cause a lot of times that's the first thing that will push it up, up and up and up pretty soon. They'll just take it away. They try to keep holding that up for the end of the night. So you can have two lanes. Cause if that, if they get rid of that line, it sucks. Cause then it's just usually one lane on the bottom. But then a lot of times if, if, if like sometimes we kind of, yell or get mad, pissed off, whatever, and like push those tires out because there'll be traction or brown. You'll see that brown spot on the bottom. They'll be running that. It'd be single lane and you go up in the middle lane. You can't do nothing about it. So they'll sprinkle it and keep it going. And every track has their own little thing that they try to do. And, um, but 141 does a good job of, uh, of trying to stay on top of it. And And then going back to like what CJ asked before about like 
you know, what do people want to see or whatever, like for fan base and nobody wants to see a single lane. That's the other thing. No, one wants, to, no, yeah. no one wants to see a follow the leader. Yeah. You know, and then, yeah, like what he was saying, there's a lot of times they need to push the tires up and get the groove up yep. and start moving it up. So it equalizes the whole track. And sometimes they do. And sometimes like, why are you not doing it? And sometimes yeah. the track comes in. And yeah. then or, you have yeah. two lanes. It's really, it's. Or sometimes I'll put so much water on the top. And I know it's not an easy game. I've seen them do it for so long, but it'll dominate the top. And it'll yeah. all be top. And then we'll all be crossing through and trying to slide job. And, you know, people getting pissed because they're running each other. And <laughs> What do you think any other track has to do to compete with 141 around here? <laughs> I mean, outside of a bar, right? Damn, were we so we were spoiled when we went to 141. Yeah. 141's a cat's meow. Say, is oh, it the best? Damn. Man, what were is we it the best track? Yeah. <laughs> it's the best venue. Best venue. It's the best venue. Okay. I think it's more centralized, ain't it, too? When you think kind about of. it? Oh, yeah. you, got, you got it's in between Mad Talk, so you get the guys from like Oshkosh. What? My mic ain't? <laughs> you're like oh, no. shopping with your mic out in left field like you're going to let Jake well, talk on it. This. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me, spotter? <laughs> we don't need it in your mouth. Oh. I know you <laughs> like things in your mouth, but we don't need it in there yes. tonight. Miller Lite. <laughs> what are we talking about again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what What does any other track have to do to compete with 141? I think, I think 141 is centralized because you're kind of, they're kind of, you think it's down. the location? I don't that think too. So. I mean, I don't but, think so. I mean, no. for like the racer aspect, as far as the fan base, I don't know. As far as competing think, with them, like, I don't know. Years ago, Luxembourg used to be the 141, but Luxembourg ran Friday nights. Yeah. And now they're on Sundays. So it kind of, I think the day matters too. The Friday and the Saturday is a big key too. Yeah. Of when you run as part of it. As, a, as someone that's never really been like in the industry, I guess you'd say. I mean, I've dabbled in it, right? A couple of times, raced a stock car a couple of times, raced a dirt mod a couple of times, ran a sport mod, but it's been like the total of five, mm. six times. I would say for me personally, it's the show. 141, like I've went to, um, is Shawano the half mile? Mm -hmm. Yep. Went there for two races. I think Jake was with me, called it a donation and walked out. Within <laughs> dude, literally, I'm like, really? yeah, I'm like, dude, let's just, I looked at him. I'm like, are you good with just calling in a donation and getting the fuck out of here? Is it because there was no action on it? Cause the track is just long. There's nothing long. going on. Yeah. It's too long and the show isn't smooth. Like they're not good. Yeah. They're at not clipping it off. Keep, yeah, keep it, it rolling. So yeah, and 141 is good at that. Yeah. Keeping it going. 141, like like we've talked about in short course, like nobody you said a hundred times. Nobody you need wants a show in between. For five hours yeah. or a three hour show or a two hour show. Yeah. Especially yes. when it's boring. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like if the racing's really, really good, I think that's really what short course has going for it is not all the time, but a lot of the time the racing is so damn good, right? Mm -hmm. you're, you're willing to stay to watch this next race, right? Cause it's like, you never know what's going to happen. It's yep. off the rails. Fucking yep. somebody might go over the wall, over the fence. Who knows? Right. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Like you never know. Well, in dirt track world, if a car rolls, the world is upside down. Like that's just the greatest <laughs> night of my life. Yeah. <laughs> like literally. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. it tipped on its side at, at three and a half miles an hour. <laughs> and that shit. And that happens in practice or qualifying for like pro two, like yeah. G. Yeah. yeah. Literally I mean, at, 50. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Not at three. Yeah. <laughs> and it happens every weekend. So that's what keeps people coming back is, is like the what if, right. The excitement of it. But in the dirt track world, if you don't have that excitement uh -huh. and you don't have that really smooth show, what do you have? 
you got racing, right? That's right. why we went. I think it was Jake and I that went. And your diehards are always going to go. So they're mm-hmm. always there. They're going to go. You have your concessions. A lot of people like, for some reason, like dirt track food, like that, whatever it is. It has its own unique Because they don't have niche. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> we it was went, true. And we went to, dirt in it. We went, yeah. we went to 141. <laughs> maxed <Steak> out. <laughs> Dude, we maxed out, man. Like chicken tenders, yeah. brats, fucking Dude, cheese, yeah. curds. cheese curds. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have the steak sandwich? Yeah. No. Yeah, the, uh, that that was the only thing. Dude, oh, everybody yeah. says it's good there. I, I could not believe, like, we got there. I was like, all right, like, I'm just going to grab, like, a few things. I think it's a ribeye, ain't it? It's like slabbed on a freaking hoagie. I think we, because we went the first night and I was like, oh my God. I was like, this is actually really good. Like, yeah, not saying like, like you know, I expected anything, but again, like you, you get okay, hot dog, whatever, it's blah blah blah. But I was like, damn, this is actually it was good. It's really good. And it's then good. Lyle went and he got the tenders, and we're all fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah. at the picnic table, and there's racing going on behind us, and we're fucking mowing down, yeah. mowing down, dude, maxing yeah. out, trying to sell them out. So there's, there's a niche there. Yeah. Don't know what mm-hmm. it is that all the tracks have, yeah. but a lot of people like mm-hmm. it's kind of like going to a, going to a, a fair. You're gonna get something, right? Because yep. it's fair yeah. food. Right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fair yeah. food. Yep. Damn. So, so if you don't have that show, like that's why we called it a donation. We're like, you know what? I'm calling it a donation. I'm walking my ass out of here, and I'm not wasting my night watching this. Well, like 141 doesn't exactly have a a show like in between. This is something Tito has always said: is off road needs something that people can do in between, whether it's it's freaking people rolling around on, on fucking bouncy balls out on the track, fucking beat bopping around or in anything, anything to keep the people like involved. Right. Cause we have what anywhere from 15, 10, 15 to a half hour in between a race. Yep. Could you imagine a stock car race with half hour to 15 uh, minutes in between a race? I wouldn't make it to race oh, two. No. I'm out. There's no way. See you later. <laughs> I freak out with the three, four hours that were there. You know, yeah, <laughs> for real. And he's racing, and he's prepping a car. And yeah. what if and we got think about sumo setup. suits? The big dude, suits. There we go, man. We, we get like CJ <laughs> and Adrian Chenny out there, and like Anago. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> Some of the tracks used to do stuff like that. They didn't like. Yeah, but the dirt tracks don't need to. No, the good but, ones. No, but the they ones. still did. Mm-hmm. I mean, they that's have the only like thing kids on big wheels or yeah, adults yeah. pushing. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like what you did Our at the side yesterday. Yeah. yeah. That's the only thing I didn't like about the off-road side of it is when we went like Grandin, you go there. That's a good question. All day there. long. Yep. And I just, for myself, I could probably do it all day, you know, just because I could go walk around, talk to people, you know, and stuff like that. But for yeah, people that don't know a whole lot of people and just come to watch some racing, a lot of people I know are just like, well, we're just going to go back and just come when you're done. It's like. This ain't, this ain't, you know, they're, but they're used to coming to three, four hour shows, not right. spending their whole day there. Yeah. So, yeah. so we just look at the schedule now and it's like, all right, we're going to go when the pros start. Right. So, at opening ceremonies. You know. And I think that's why Short Course does that, right? They, they yeah. have an op- a second opening ceremonies mm-hmm. when the pros start so that everyone has the option. What would be, as a spectator and racer of yourself that's run many disciplines of racing, what would be one thing that you could tell somebody that maybe ran a short course series that you think would benefit in the big picture? That runs off-road? Yeah, like in short course. What's one thing that would make you as a spectator, but also a former racer, not race, but would draws you in that would make you want to go watch one, say, more often or something? What, what would it take to get you to go to Anago? Or, or just, any any track, you know what I mean? I, I'm just saying it. I mean, the biggest thing when I watch these is the what if thing that you just never know. It's because you, when you guys run those things, it's like 
the last time you're ever going to run it in your life. (laughs) (laughs) It's just awesome, you know? But all the smaller stuff is just such a... It's like watching the four cylinders at our yeah, race. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's just, it is what it is. But I know you need those people to keep everything rolling. Right. So it's right. like, how do you... But what makes you go to, and I'm not trying to bash Cranon here at all, but what makes you go to Cranon over, say, like Bark River or ERX? Or obviously, ERX is farther away. Bark River is the exact same distance as here. Um, they're both the exact same distance from our shop right here. For me, it's timing. Timing? You know, Yeah, because like you're racing. Racing and, and in between, like, oh, hey, there's nothing going on and... The big hype of Crandon, Crandon, yeah, yeah. Crandon mm-hmm. you know, things. So that's what do you think, Drew? Like, same, what would Sam? It's uh, you don't think that there's anything else like a track could do that would, regardless, like we have the same classes, right? We have all the same drivers, we all follow the circuit. Mm-hmm. What make what would make you like if there's one thing that would help you want to go there, what would it be? Like, not saying you're automatically going to go yep. for this reason, mm-hmm. but if there's like one thing that would be like, oh, if the downtime was less in between races or if like whatever, whatever it may be. Um, if, if they did a better job making a break between say, or they restructured the schedule. Like one thing we've always asked is why is pro four last? We race last. We used to qualify first and we had the most maintenance. Why do we race last? Would you come, would it make a difference if pros ran earlier in the day? Would you, would you be more mm-hmm. open to going? No, I'd be more on the entertainment, just value. So more, more timing, timing isn't like the day is what it is. Say, say opening ceremonies right now, opening ceremonies typically starts three, what? Three, 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 would that make, do you think that would make people go That would make over. people go earlier and then just Stay? leave earlier. Leave <laughs> <on the situation. laughs> Yeah. You know, I don't know. But I'm not going to stick around and watch, you know, right. a super truck. You know, I mean, yeah, maybe, yeah. but. And, and that's the same right now, right? Right now, most, a lot of the people don't come till 3.30. Do you, do you think something along those lines or, or is there anything in particular that would make you want to go to a track that you haven't went to other than obviously time in your schedule? So like, uh, like obviously Crandon's like the big entertainment one, you know, it, we just it, go there cause it's, it's yeah. hype. It's so, yeah. yeah. That's, so it's, that's it's, the biggest it's thing. Atmosphere. Just like anything else. The advertising, the hype, that's what makes us entertainment. Think, oh, hey, yeah. yeah. So like, let's say, like, I think we brought up like Lena, like what if Lena started doing like Joker laps for like, uh, like, and, and because it was, it's a yeah. different, hey, what about it, a ride along? Or yeah, or a ride along, mm-hmm. like a, like a buy ride along or something. Like what if, like if a track set aside, like Lena does this. Andigo does this. Obviously, Crandon's going to be Crandon. Like their own unique feature. Would you would you be willing to go to tracks like that then if they offer something different? That's yep. not necessarily just kind of run of the mill. Would it inspire you? Obviously, your situation's a little bit different because I do it for timing and and, yeah, and you race, so yeah, you're scheduled. So I'm trying yep. to just make it all work. But it's but it, it's the same thing. It's different from circle track. You're going off road, so now it's a whole different spectrum. You're not used to that. It's something different, yeah. and it's entertainment. What you can keep going. And then, um, you know, the other thing, as far as the whole timing thing, you know, me damn well and anybody else that I'm always late. So later on in the day, <laughs> perfect for me. Okay. So we got one of my buddies is also here and he's solely a spectator and it's probably come to, I don't know how many races or different tracks over what you've heard us talk about here. Is there anything like that you would think as someone that's never been, it's, it's obviously hard for Benji because he races all year round, right? Yeah. So he's like me. Why do I go to the clash every year? 
because it's the only one I can really go to that's like got uh, a hype and yep. whatever because yep. it fits in my race schedule. Yeah. That's the same with him. He goes to Cranon because it fits in his race schedule. So as like a spectator, as just somebody that has been to multiple different tracks, what is, if there was one thing that, that you could tell a track that would benefit them or that would make you come, um, what would it be? <laughs> Other than a blowjob. Taylor Swift. I knew when that fucking pause was there. He had a look. He had a look. Tito was fucking stacked up over here already. Right, go for the hot dogs then or what? Yeah. There we go. Hot dog eating contest. Uh, I mean, I kind of like what. Tito was saying earlier, like, um, if Lena did something like a Joker lane or, um, Bark River did, you know, like something just more unique that drew a crowd that way, I would be more excited to go, but I can watch it. I mean, I can watch it live on flow, you know, or whatever for a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I would love to drive and go there, but I, I'd like to see something different. So you, you think being unique per track would help draw Absolutely. spectators? Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Like now, how do you Joker lane gets me excited? Yeah. Like, I think me personally, like I would love to see that. That'd yeah. Be super exciting. But, um, there's gotta be something else that we can think of that would be something like a Joker lane or. So how much does like presence at like an off-road race as far as like, you know, like you got to Jeremy McGrath and. You know Travis Pastrana coming. How much think, do you, you think, think that, that draws, draws people? Into? Um, I, mean, mm-hmm. I, I grew think, up. I grew up watching Jeremy Grath. I was a huge fan, and I got to meet him. You know, the first time yeah. ever at Crandon. Yeah, I but think it. I, I think I mean, it does help to some extent. Other than they usually suck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you get, to, but you get to be up close. That, how many times you get to be up and close and personal? You know, yeah. Yeah. and our people, pits are open for free. Yeah, and how many people know you or whatever that just come to see you or anybody else at races that they like when Pastrana showed up. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people were there. Yeah, yeah. just oh, for, yeah. Him. And just for yeah. him only. But oh, look yeah. at look at Tanner Faust has been there three years now. Yeah, Tanner Faust is huge in Honestly, all different things. Mm-hmm. I didn't but off road, Tanner Faust was at. That's yeah. so Cranon. wild, man! Like for when I heard Tanner, I had no clue he was. There. I was no. so stoked when I heard like Tanner Faust was coming, and like I knew who it was, and I, I was like, oh man, I was like Tanner, and someone was like, who's that? I'm like, Whoa. what? Yeah, yeah. Well, bigger like, than that, most people me. Casey knows who he is and didn't even know he was there and was there. That's so wild, man. Honestly, if someone would have told me Deegan was there, I would have been pretty hyped. Yeah. But yeah. Deegan wasn't there. So. So promoting then, basically. Promoting. Yeah. yeah. Promoting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Promoting. And I, I think Tito's definitely on something with having a unique feature at each track, yeah. I think. Yeah. Would give you a reason to go, right? The, well, the only reason I guess I, I think about that is because, and I'm not trying to like plug this right now, but when I, like I, I would... I did stand up comedy like and I still do but it's it's about it's about promoting yourself. It's like how do you promote yourself in a unique way that will get people to go there. So like whenever get the we, people yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what gets people going? So it's like whenever we would do like promotions it's like okay, how are we able to like make like a poster like funny? How do I get it out there where it's like okay, like that's a funny poster, that's enough for me to get there. So it's like okay, well then you almost have to do that from a track standpoint. How am I going to get people to my track. Nope. You know, how are we going to be different? Well, I got a question. I was going to say on that, but what? if dirt track, you had to do one lap and they put a cone, say way down at the bottom of the track, like on the front straight, and you had to go left to the bottom and make a right and then funnel back in. Do you think it would draw more people 
for that event than anything else. It would basically be a joker, right? And you have to take it once. And it would be, obviously, your guys' cars are a little, a lot different than ours. You can't do anything quite as extensive. And it would be really hard to, like, we run the infield, so we can run the oval as a joker. Well, for you guys, it would have to be like, it would have to be like, okay, you got to come off the oval. You got to go down to the bottom. And there would obviously have to be rules like, okay, if it's going to be on the front straightaway, if you're planning to run the joker, you got to be on the bottom coming down the the back straightaway, coming into three, you got to be under the cones here and then stay under them and then go through the joker. Do you think that would draw people? I think I would go for that. I think I would for surely go for that. Mm -hmm. The only problem is- I think it'd be- we have a hard time not running each other normally. I think. <laughs> but but you don't think like that would separate a lot of the people. Like there there would someone that took it maybe go to Damn the back. Would love it absolutely. Like it, I'd say, probably hate it, but say like a, a good instance. And this is this isn't any bashing on Johnny or anything. I love Johnny and he's always fast. But the the clash this year, he ran top to the bottom because the guy behind him, to me, had a better setup. Yep. Had more grip. Yep. His car looked easier to drive. Was, Corey, was Corey stuck Laney. to the was stuck to the track. Right, yep. he could go anywhere and beat Johnny. Well, Johnny was running top to bottom and doing everything he had to do to win. He won. He made yep. it happen. So now think if you were in that position and you were faster than him and you had to take this Joker and the minute you caught him, you Jokered and say you went half a lap down and you were on your own, which it doesn't always work that way because of lap traffic and everything yep. else, but. You were, and then you were able to run some clean laps, and then when he had to take it, you could potentially pass him. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Like, do you think that would add hype to your guys' racing as well? It definitely would, I think, for the fans. At first, they'd probably be like, what is this? When once they understood it, it'd be like, and okay. That's, you know, I think what I think would help, too, is if you didn't like what you do in off-road racing, you have your halfway caution. Halfway caution. Ooh. Dude. Yeah. Which... We a lot of dirt oval races have times. so many cautions. Yeah, it's like, oh, I know, but, but it'd be I mean, easy to say if by lap 25 out of a 50 lap race, if there's no caution, we're going caution. Like the yeah. clash that went. Yeah, like the big race, you know, you I mean, guys leading sucks, but. It sucks forever. But, it, but, yeah, but it yeah. make, it'll make a better race in or, the or end. Or you give them like, obviously, the day it's a show. Like, like, oh, if you're leading $2,000 or $1,000. Yeah. yeah or, like for, just or, for leading. Or nothing. Or like when this year went. <laughs> or nothing. I mean, do you want to win or not, right? Yeah. yeah. Everyone benefits but the leader. So you got to think like, okay, next week I might be in second and I might have a better car, but I'm going to run out of time. Now I'm going to benefit from it. Yeah. Everyone that's ever bashed a halfway caution to me is absolutely insane. Like to me, that's the best thing that's ever happened to the sport. Regardless <laughs> if you're winning or losing, we're a show. If we don't have a show, we don't have fans. Mm -hmm. If we don't have fans, we don't have sales. We don't have sponsors. We ain't got shit. Sometimes. I, so, uh, so first of all, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. That's here. All right. Sometimes what sucks about those is sometimes there's a good battle going on. And then it's the freaking caution. It's like, no, just let, let's let's let this run yeah. now, you know? First of all, Jeffrey's an asshole. I, I, the, the very first year. <laughs> first of all, the, the, the very first year uh, they did caution was what? Way back in 20 or was it 2008, 9? Like 2008, 2009, did you fart? Is that what that was? No, I was looking at time. Oh, like, like 2008, 2009, the first time they did it, I was... I didn't like it because it was new. Jeff, Kin it was new. Jeff Kincaid was leading, and then it like re I was like, "Oh, dude, like, <laughs> like, like, what's the point of of doing all that?" But then once it became, and I understood it was entertainment value of things, to where then you're you're getting good racing. Then after that, where I was like, "Okay, you know what? 
I get it. Yeah, it makes like, sense. Like the very first time, that he, like again, it's something new. It's a change. Didn't like it. But then I was like, okay. And and I shared that confidently <laughs> with, with Jeffrey as, as just being like, hey, I remember the first time they did this. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't like it the, like, the very first time. But then I was like, okay, like definitely bought in after no, you know, like, like the first race too, whatever. Yeah. But he's making it seem like I'm just not no. a big halfway <laughs> caution guy. Because he did one of these. You all saw him, right? He's Dude, like, let's no, be real. I, I yeah. went like this. I was like. No, let's you look, did not. I, did, I wish I, it was I, as, I, as it subtle was a, as that. It was you a were, subtle one. You, were, you did a Hulk Hogan <laughs> like fucking, oh, not. this guy kind of thing. Let's be real. You must shouting. You must have a fucking quote on Unbelievable. Today, huh? This guy lies, lies so lies. much. Put it in reverse, Terry. It's a good oh, thing he's sitting okay. on the other side. <laughs> We're roommates. <laughs> I bet. I bet there's there's more times. Let's let's go back here. Two, three years, two years ago. You hated me. Keegan and I raced against each other. Every time Keegan well, I mean, was leading and there was a caution, you probably fucking hated it. I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I so, you, so you didn't just yeah. hate it that one uh, time. Dude, I, it was just, it was situational hate. <laughs> situational hate. <laughs> I was like, this bum can't keep up and they're just giving it to him. <laughs> dude, and then probably when it was revol- re, uh, roles reversed, you were probably like, yeah, fuck yeah, we need this yeah, caution. Right? Get in there, Keegan. Well, it was, yeah, I was like, he couldn't even keep the lead. I was like, on real man yeah get this guy out of here <laughs> situational hate I yeah. <laughs> not look at you two matching yeah. i had it on first you probably did i didn't put mine on until after the gym so did you over dry yours or <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, right. Or is it all like ashy and shit? It's tight. It's tight. Oh, yeah. He's been going to the gym. Dog. He's swall, bro. I'm just, yeah. He's swall. I'm just young. I'm, I'm bloated, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Big bone. So, what if, okay, so Cranon has history. Bark River has history, right? ERX, not so much, but cool track, right? Mm-hmm. What yep. if they did like a triple crown, like Supercross? Yeah. Ooh. That kept like what Benji mm-hmm. said earlier. He's like, I ain't going till three o'clock. And it's like, okay, let's do like a triple crown. Maybe not call it a triple crown. Yeah. Two. We could do two. But like, let's, let's get yep. the boys out at 11. Mm-hmm. Let's get the boys out at two. And then let's get the boys out at like five. Yep. Yeah. And then you get the whole crowd like, Dude, I want to see John mm-hmm. and CJ. Like, I want to see them guys, you know. Yeah. You're exactly and it, right. And it's like a short yeah. stint, too. Yep. So it's like you got to, like, kind of give it your all. Yep. That's what I was saying. I was like, I'd be points at the end. Yeah. I don't know if you guys could do it, but, like, I'd, the thing that would get me to go would be seeing, like, the Pro 2s, Pro 4s more often rather than just the one time at night. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Yes. If they, seeing if the big guys if Mark more. ran three times. Yeah. Oh, like he said. It. Because yeah, there's the unknown, the unknown factor. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I don't know if you guys can run that much. I yeah, mean, that's so, what I was yeah. wondering. Probably scared. You got to shorten it up. Maybe not have a yeah. cop caution, and the cop caution yeah. is just Or like maybe the, save the your shit a little bit. But, but it, that unknown factor would bring everybody that's good. in. Yep. Dude, I would say if you did, I don't think we could do three. I don't think it'd be manageable to do three. But two, if you ran us, say, morning and night, morning and night, and did like a double header yep. in the first one. Say it was two motor, two moto format, or the first one set your gate pick. You don't really want you want the first one to count because that puts reason to go for the win, right? Yeah. Yep. Right. So maybe you get a bonus point if you win. So then if you go like one two, you still get the overall mm. or something like that. Because mm. I know super uh, outdoor motocross or supercross, somebody does something. I think it's outdoor motocross now that if you win a moto, instead of getting a one, the first moto, you actually get a zero. So then the second moto, oh. if the guy goes 
two one, you actually go zero two, and you end up winning because they're they're paying the win. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know it to to a T or exactly what it is, but if we ran the beginning and say it was, I still think you need a caution. If you want a good race, I still think you need a caution. And I know you, some of you guys don't think so. And I'm even in the race. But I'm here, to, I'm here to tell you, if you want to show, show you, you got to have a caution. Yeah. It sucks yeah. because you know, front and, and for as a racer, like, okay, I've, I'm, I'm killing these guys. Things are working out. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden you get the caution and they shake it up. Fans wise, it's great, but it's sucks for you. Cause it's like, yeah. okay, yeah. you got a chance of getting it taken away. But let's be real. We all want to be the best racer that day. Mm-hmm. If you get beat straight up, it is what if it you're, is. if you're mad, you're a pussy. Yeah. You're. Sorry, yeah. but you straight up got beat. Like mm-hmm. if that guy didn't dirty dog you, you got you just got beat, and you're mad. You're mad for the wrong reason. You're yep. mad because you didn't work hard enough. Yep, make your right. Shit, make your so shit faster. Make your shit faster. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're mm. gonna if you're gonna go say a three lap shootout and then a caution and then like three laps again and only make it a six lap race or even like a five lap race, go like two three, like let everyone take off, get sorted out a little bit and then stack them up and then take back off. Or, or even if you didn't do a full caution, like half a lap or a quarter of a lap where only the first couple guys stacked up, but it didn't let say like the dude that's fucking three quarters of a lap back. That's going to come in like a bowling pin. Cause he's mad or something like that. Yeah. And Johnny you just Holker. did like a quarter of a lap <laughs> right? <laughs> right? <laughs> or something like that. And then, yep. Then you you finish the race and then you say you did a ten lapper at the end. Mm-hmm. That your second moto was a ten lapper with with a caution tap. I'm down. I think yep. that's freaking sick. Yep. Yeah, I think that's one of the best ideas we've had yeah. so far. Yeah, my yeah, brain is uh, trying to. Because you're saying like mean uh, different things. Like for me, I never used to show up to any of these races until we started working for it, and it was only to see you guys. And if I knew we were going to see you guys, like at say at 11, like you said, I'd show up earlier and stay. Cause I knew I was going to see you guys multiple times. Second time. Yeah. And then like what Annie goes doing right now is like that duel of champions, something different. It's cool. It's unique. Yeah. I'd only show up for Friday. You the know, the only problem with the duel is it's not worth anything. Yeah. That's the difference between the duel and like what we were just talking about is it has to be worth something yep. in the long run. If you I did agree. the duel, and you said the winner gets 15 extra points yeah. on the championship. Dude, you'd bet your ass we're all going to do it. Mm-hmm. You got right to get everybody to go race. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Right oh, now, that's a good one. Right now, it's only for fucking 5,000 5, bucks. Yeah. I ain't doing it. It's going to cost me more than 5,000 bucks. Yeah. If I fuck up, it's costing me way more than 5,000 bucks. So I ain't yeah. doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you say the winner, the winner gets 15 extra points and second gets 10 and third gets five. You bet your ass every one of us are lining up. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. 15 point head start. That's pretty big. Yep. Yeah. For, I mean, but let's let's go back. It's about a, a a show, right? That gives us a reason to go out there. Yep. Money, like we talked about before, money's not always going to get you there. Yeah. Money ain't always going to do it because half the people don't know what it costs but, to do it. But for you guys, it's your sponsors too. And now they're going to be on there a second time Yep. Mm-hmm. on top of it. Yep. So that that's a plus for that side of it. Got a bu- that was a lot of popping. Bunch of alcohol. A lot of Diet Coke's going on. A lot of 
monsters going down. Dude, I, I dig it. I dig it. And, yeah. and like when we were talking about the Joker Lane thing, this is something we talked about as well, is if you're going to do a Joker Lane, you got to have a really good announcer that can explain it to everybody properly. That's the worst yep. is when there's a Joker Lane and nobody knows what's going on. You might as well fucking back up down the front straight away because everyone's going to understand that about as much as anything else. Yep. Right. Yep. If you have a good announcer and he understands what's going on at the beginning of the race, you break it down. Like, listen, everybody, there's going to be a Joker lane. You're going to see all the cars go through, turn left, go down the front straight on the bottom, have to make a right blend back into the race. And you explain it a lot. Like, and then mm -hmm. when you're watching the race, you got to break it down. When you see one of the top five guys that are actually in a battle or anything like that, do it. Then you explain it again. Oh, so-and-so just entered the Joker, nope. yada, yada, yada. It's when you don't have a present announcer paying attention to what's going on. When you have something cool, like we're all talking about right here is when it really gets not cool. Nope. Yeah. Right. Cause nobody knows what the fuck's going on. Yeah. And then they're all the confused. are huge too. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. That's a these, huge like thing. Like off road races, they have the TV screens. And just like what they do with Rallycross, they have the little fucking guide thing that goes through and shows this is a Joker lane. Do something like that. Or like right? a light. So we ran Jokers in side-by-side -side sports. In live RC, which is live time in, I don't know, what is it you, for you guys? Is it live time or live dirt or some shit for the dirt track world? My my race pass. Yeah. No, no, no. What's oh, Rody's company oh, in I, that? Oh, live. It's, it's live RC and then it's like live time and then it's like live, live dirt I said, I don't I got even, up here. anyways anyways he did our live scoring sports live motorsports he did our scoring in in side-by-side -side sports and we ran jokers we never once had a problem with it we had a loop in the joker and when you took it it turned your number name whatever so anybody who paid attention to what was going on and then had a we had a good announcer that was like hey if you're if long as you're following along like anyone that's taken the Joker, their number or name or whatever the, the, the thing's going to be on TV is this, and they're helping explain it. Then viewers, spectators, people online, whoever are watching it can follow along and you don't have to go, did this guy take the Joker? Did that guy not? Well, you could have like a little thing next to the name, like a, a, a name. A yep. God or I think we did or, their, uh, their number turned from red to green. There you go. Or something yeah. like oh, that. Okay. So you knew exactly like it yeah. said their number and their name, yeah. right? Yeah. And the box red, around red it. Would, mean you didn't run it yet. Green, they you ran it. ran yep. through it. Yeah. Knowledge, knowledge is power. So <laughs> it was, it made it really easy to follow, right? Yep. It, it made sense. It made it easy to follow. It made it, uh, gave a Another, the spectators, everyone, like they could be another thing to watch. Not only were you watching the race, you were also looking up like who took the Joker already? Where are they at the track on the track? Yeah. Like has the leader Joker? That's like always the biggest thing is like, has the G leader Joker has second Joker? Like it gives you another thing mm -hmm. to follow, but it goes down to being good at explaining it, making yep. sure everyone understands, like overexpressing what's going on yep. on the, the track. Times. The times. Yeah, I was going to say. If he hits the Joker, yep. just like in Rallycross. Yeah. They, You're going to have a lap time. Like we all, the live scoring is so good these days. How hard is it for the, every announcer has a screen in front of them going, this dude just hit the Joker. It cost him 12 seconds. The gap between him and the leader mm -hmm. is 14. Next time he comes around, oh, it's. 13 yeah. or 15 yeah. or whatever. Like you, you can hype that up then and sell it to the fans. Like he just shaved off two seconds. If that, if he was chasing him, he'd be ahead of him. So when the leader yeah. jokers now, is he actually the leader? Yep. Is he the leader? Cause he was second and now he closed the gap three seconds and that guy still has to joker. And mm -hmm. it took this guy 12 seconds. If it takes that guy 12 seconds, he's this guy back here is actually going to be the leader. 
it adds that hype to it and you can sell it, right? You can sell the yeah. show. Yep. And then, and then your spotter almost then turns into like, almost like a, a strategy kind of person then where it's like, yeah. Hey, you were, <clears throat> you know, I so many seconds behind. If you make up two more seconds and you take the joker, you're going to clear you joker first. Yeah. If you and joker then first, make up some yeah, time. Whatever. Maybe. Oh, dude, it, it's, yeah, that actually reminds me. Um, I didn't hear him. Do you guys, <laughs> you, do you guys do spotters or no? Can't. You can't? No, no not why? They can only they can only talk to the. You gotta drivers. listen only. Yeah, from yep. the from race control. What? That's it. Mm-hmm. What? You're on your own. Why is that? It's just it's how they, it's they don't want you to do it. No, yeah. <laughs> they don't want they don't want to control from somebody else. Which, mm. it's like an uncontrolled rule, right? <laughs> yeah. There's no one stopping anybody from standing along the fence and you with telling them sticks. Yeah, yeah. With sticks, with, with oh, fucking yeah. signs, watch with a, a flag. Watch a late model race once. There's yeah. everything. They'll sticks, have sticks and then they have and like signals on what, where to go, who's. Yeah. Oh, so it makes no fucking sense. Well, just like he had a race at one time when um, Mullen was behind you. He had no idea that he was, he was literally a half yep. a tire up higher in the groove and he was gaining on him. Benji had no idea. He led the whole race. Then all of a sudden, last couple laps, he got under him, drove under him and he couldn't, he couldn't, yeah. he couldn't catch him while it was too late. Cause he didn't know where he was. He didn't know he was a half a tire and that's where the spotters would come in. Sometimes a half a lane will just be enough to, or even a quarter lane will yeah. be enough it to was change literally it up, like, you know, a you half know a tire. That, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> what you were watching. <laughs> well, because we went and watched uh Reimer's race. Yep. Oh, you're like, what and, is he doing? And this, it, well, exactly, man. <laughs> and like, like, is this spotter fucking yeah, doing anything? Why is he telling him how That's exactly yeah. what we're saying. I was like, yeah. hey, jackass. <laughs> go high. I was like, the lower yep. lane's not working, bud. Do they know that they can't hear you from the stand? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go, go. Dude, I was like, I was like, unreal. I was like, you're spending 12 laps down there. I was like, you just went from seventh that's, to ninth, man. That's the like, problem with starting up front sometimes when the track changes. If you're not really paying it, usually you can catch it, but sometimes it's like, yeah, ah, it's kind well, of in between. I don't know then, really what's faster. You know, you're yeah. sitting duck. Yeah, you know? he eventually figured it out and then worked his way back up to fourth. But I was like, motherfucker, man. Are you, yeah, he would have been up are there you sooner. Mind, are you doing mind games, which Dude, he's I, a master of? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I told Cam, I was like, hey, you see me shirtless? Go high. So that, if you need me. And then the <laughs> band's going to show you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do you think not having spotters helps when a lot of the tracks can't enforce people doing anything. You know what I mean? Like you're not supposed to, according to IMC rules. But yeah, but I see you're not supposed to do shit all the time, and that's what people do. That's like the perfect example. In in some of you guys, I'm going to talk foreign to about right now. But (laughs) you go to a dirt oval RC race in Illinois. It's called PTs. It's Mm -hmm. the biggest dirt oval track around. (laughs) They don't allow saucing tires, which is soaking tires, Mm -hmm. in the building. Yep. But you can go outside and do it, (laughs) and you can do it the morning before, and you can bring. 10 are, sets of tires pre-sauced. It's, it's for the air? No, they say quality. it's not sealing the track because no one's going out with like wet tires, whatever. But what we didn't uh, understand is you can bring 10 sets of tires. Every one of them are pre-soaked. You can run one set of tires per run. So they're already soaked. You're getting the same benefit. You can literally go out in the fucking porta potty and soak them <laughs> and bring them back in. The rule says you can't sauce in the building. That's the only way to enforce it is that you can't do it in the building. It doesn't, they literally tell you, yeah, you can do it the morning before when you get there, before you bring them inside. 
So it's like a, an unenforceable rule. Is that the same thing? Like, do you think if everyone had a spotter, it would just be better racing? Well, I think it'd be a little more safer at times. You know, sometimes it's these people just come flying up and they have no clue. <clears throat> yeah. And, they're, and their nitro B doesn't work. Right. Nitro B suck ass. I don't have one of those. It's got the standard receiver. That, that yellow small, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a nitro B. Yeah. And yeah. 90% of them don't fucking work. And the batteries go dead in them ours, like every race. Ours in, in short course, they don't like yeah, but shaking. You're, you're a lot further away, so it's not. No, I think ours all shut a, off. Really? They don't like shaking and like vibration and like jarring up and down. So halfway through the race, if they die, it cuts your communication to your spotter as well. So now you have no communication. And champ and a lot of the series push having a nitro be in your car and it must override your spotter which to me makes mm. zero sense we used to do it your spotter has a nitro b and then he relays to you to me that makes way more sense because half the stuff you don't even need to hear in the first place mm-hmm. isn't about you and what secondly are they, are, they, are they just are they just there to tell you like yellow lineup stuff yellow lineup stuff somebody's yep, rolled exactly. over and turn one but that's exactly. what your spotter does anyways that's right? what your spotter does anyways right but it's for like spotters that aren't paying attention or more or less it's to keep our safety crew safe because we don't go full course caution every time. Right. So if our safety crew is out on the track and they're in turn three, they can say stay high in turn three or stay low in turn three. The track's green, local caution in turn three, go high. And then once you leave the turn, it's back green. So that's what it's most important for and, and what it's best for. But sometimes they get so carried away with the rule is, and, and they don't enforce it, um, ex- entirely, but the rule is that you're supposed, they're supposed to override your spotter, which to me isn't right. I've had multiple races that, which luckily radios have gotten a lot better and you can program two channels in the same radio and yada, yada, yada. That's made it light years better. But a lot of people, one, don't know about it and two don't have it. And they have a second radio, a little nitro B and it dies. And when it dies, you lose hundred percent communication. <laughs> And maybe the series doesn't even know that. And when but, you're used to when you're used to getting that, and also well, that's where all the rules that are. Really sucks. Yeah. Well, and not even if your spotter's not doing his job, but you now don't know anything that's going on, right? If there is a yellow, and you say yeah. it said they said go high, and you went low, black flag, and it's because their fucking nitro be the nitro be died or broke or shut off, and now you can't hear your spotter. If you could always hear your spotter. And it was up to your spotter to keep that working or you both had one and it was secondary to your spotter. Your spotter could talk over it. Then if it died, you would still be able to hear. Plan B. But like what you have, you have that Mm -hmm. in your truck. Tito keeps that in stock to the right of the bed in the top drawer. Plan B is plan A. Right, right next. Right. (laughs) That a boy. (laughs) (laughs) Right in a set of coats with the blazer. All I'm saying is like, hey, can you go pull that car out? No. (laughs) (laughs) That blazer was dripping. Oh man, blazer's always dripping, man. Dripping. My couch. (laughs) So all I could think about when you were talking about the RC cars and like soaking the tires and you're like, oh, go in the porta potty and like do it and this and that, blah, blah. Can you imagine somebody comes in and you're like, man, your car smells like piss, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what, you like, they went in there and pissed yeah, on yeah, them? Yeah, yeah. Tires are all pissy and shit and like you end up winning. You're like, now why are you winning? It's 
secret. It's a secret, bro. <laughs> what are you sauce with? Yeah, yeah, fucking you piss, bro. My piss, bro. You gotta drink a half a bottle of whiskey the night before. Yeah. <laughs> All brown and yellow. This dude's trying to sell Miller Lite over there, and he probably doesn't even have stock in it. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So, uh, a question I have you guys, um, for you guys, is... Um, I uh, I actually stopped messaging a girl. Because oh. of, so <laughs> of, plan, of Plan B or tire sauce in a porta potty. <laughs> so I stopped messaging another girl. No, <laughs> uh, no. So this girl was like a really huge and like really big like oval track fan, and oh, all the time Is this I would true? see yes. All oh. the time I would always see like on her like Snapchat or like. Facebook, Instagram, whatever. It was, she was like over like hyping it, man. It was always circle track, circle track, circle track. And she was making it like, it's the greatest thing on earth. And then we're, you know, filming him and it's like, all right, man, like I need you to, I need you to chill out. And, and (laughs) for me, it kind of like got under my skin. Cause I'm like, you're trying to sell like soccer is like better than football. And it's like everyone, like I love sports. Don't get me wrong. I'll watch soccer. But when you're trying to sell it as more than what it is, that was what kind of got me. And Not also, like tennis. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 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 So I guess for me is like, like for me or like guys like me, like I, like I said, I love, I love racing. I love all aspects of it. So I find interest in it in, in any way possible. How do you sell like oval track racing to guys like me or fans out there who are off-road guys. But then it's like, how can you, you know, bring guys like me or casuals like us to the track to where we're able to like go and like have fun and be able to like put some interest into it, I guess. I think you have to go straight to the bar and start. (laughs) (laughs) So doing it right. (laughs) Where you're coming from, the excitement you're getting from the, from the off-road side of it, it's not nearly the same. I think they're just so much different that, It's hard for to take guys like you that would coming from the Waff roadside. Like that's just so much different action that yeah. you either love it or you hate it. Yeah, you know I don't I don't know how mm. how hey come and watch us do circles. You know yeah. usually people just it's hate racing it, right. You know you got to sell the the racing just the, like, racing the love of, of racing. Yeah, and I will say a good day at a dirt track, which maybe is. 25% of the time, depending on the track. Cause we all deal yep. with the same shit, right? In short course. Yeah. A lot of it's a track too. Did mm-hmm. they water it good? Did they suck at it? Like what they do for track prep? It's more important. I would say in dirt track racing of if you're going to have a good track or not, if yeah. the track's yes, good, far. you can go, you'll watch a lap, a race that's 50 laps with a car on the top and a car on the bottom that are side by side. Those days as boring as it sounds, watching cars burn in a circle, is pretty freaking sweet because they run side by side mm-hmm. and days that they're the tracks good enough that they can run top to bottom and like throw sliders on each other and make them stick. It's fucking entertaining. It, mm-hmm. But you have to know when you show up to every stock car race that there's a chance it's going to be one line follow around. Yep. And there's a lot of the bottom and on top and it sucks. That's so, why, and that's why I saw that. I hate so what it. If. I'm racing. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, absolutely. You're faster than the guy you get to him is like, now what? So then yeah. you, you, you whip it out, try to, all right, I'm going to try to wing by and do some stuff. You're and then you by fall. three guys. Yeah. And it's like, yep. well, that sucked. But that's you know? why I like stock car racing or just stock, like the class of stock cars yeah. is like, 
one of the greatest, whatever, whatever the hell they yeah, call it. Because three, they're always, they're always close. Three wide a so, lot of the time. So it kind of like track also like is, is kind of a, kind of a factor into it. Big as well. So like, oh, yeah. I mean, obviously like Shano is something that. Don't go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, if, if you've never been to one, don't yeah. go to Shano for so your first because one. Because we went to 141 and we watched Cam Reimer's. By the end of it, we were obviously yelling, yeah. you know, hey, get off the fucking low line. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And this was kind of our first real, like, oval race. Or no? Dude, I had it off, man. I'm waving and shit. Man. I'm all dirty, man, dude. And, you know, trying to do anything. Hairy or no? <laughs> no, God, no. Dude, I'm, I'm clean, Jeez. dog. I ain't got no hair on me. I'm fucking hairless. I'm like, I'm like a Care Bear, man. I'm like, <laughs> like a gummy bear. I'm like a gummy You're bear. Like a gummy bear, bro. Aren't Care Bears? So, but no, like obviously, so we do find interest in racing and I found it while we were there. So mm -hmm. I, I think that's again, what I'm trying to like then understand is like, how do I get into it? Cause we found interest in it. So it's like, do we then just try to get to like, you know, know some of the drivers or go to the different tracks, different like atmospheres, venues, stuff like that. Bring oh, friends. Absolutely. I okay. think, I think getting to know just like their off road stuff, you know, when you get your guy you like or whatever and yeah. you go watch is now you um, know benji same same thing yeah, with yeah. nascar right yep what do you watch so you should have laughed you don't so laughs. I, maybe, <laughs> yeah, I, I did i stopped watching nascar but when, i'm saying you watched last eight or ten laps oh, well yeah. that's when yeah. you wake up yeah. 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 yeah wake up from your hangover beginning and the end yeah. is the best the beginning yeah. is good then you fall asleep and you wake yeah. up for the ending Sometimes I don't watch them anymore either, but if I do, it's like, how many laps are left? Oh, good. Eight. I'm going to go watch. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think, uh, what drives me to go to stock car racing is my friends. Like yeah. if you go yeah. with a good group of friends, like we bet a dollar on every race. Yeah. 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 yeah that's what we said. Or, yeah. or a quarter or whatever. Yeah. And really it, no one gives a fuck, right? It's all going to the kitty of who's going to go up there and buy yeah. Fucking round of beers <laughs> yeah. or, or some chicken strips or whatever, oh, right? Dog man, so, I tell you what, the one forty one strips, that's where it's at. <laughs> that's where it's at. Wait, wait. The strip under, club or the strip? Both. <laughs> Have you been? Dude. Oh, dude, we got a good chummy story. It's oh, we can't man. we can't talk about it, but chum, we love you just because of that. <laughs> he'll know. He listens Jeez. to everyone, so he'll know. He's gonna call me probably on Friday or whenever this comes out, and he's gonna go. Bro, why did you say that? <laughs> have you ever, uh, okay, two questions then. Uh, first one is, have you ever like thrown it in on somebody and just like fucked them up? And like saw him like hit the wall, roll, fire. Wow, it never got that. Well, it did get pretty bad. Yes, once. Yeah. Yeah. Explain it. Yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. one of my questions. It's a legal issue. So, wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah. One of you, our, were, you were aggressive at one time? Uh, once. <laughs> one time. So, I was like Benji's kind of... One, one time at band camp. Real close to <laughs> me in the short course world. Like... Oh, and at... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, pretty, pretty he's, he's the smooth, calm, methodical. like... Methodical. Yeah. If you don't have yeah. the speed, it, it's, it's what it is that day. Yep. Yeah. So... I want to hear this story. That is one of our questions is like, is what is one of the most like memorable, but in the wrong way races, like controversial races <laughs> that you've ever been in that have really like, when you came back, like my dad raced stock car mod a couple times, whatever. There was this dude in overhauls that came with a jack handle, like a pump jack handle and beat the shit out of the car after the race. Oh, I've actually, of all my racing never had that happen, but on the racetrack hitting another car, I did it 
one time on purpose meaningful after the race uh, or during, during the race during um it's a friend you know um i don't know if i want to say names but uh <laughs> say it. they're say never it, gonna hear it, it anyways shoot, shoot it. yeah shoot it shoot it Eddie Monster. Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah so and he's guy. probably done it. He's Purpose, probably done it yeah. ten hundred times. Other and, people. And I've never ever had issues. I was always friends. Actually, back in our seat day, your dad and him came way back before you're born, probably, and uh, yeah. would watch and they would race their shit. They had like that style, or whatever. Yeah. But uh, we were racing once. We were in Luxembourg, and um, I totally caught up. I'm like, I think I'm gonna win this deal. So my car was way faster than theirs. Caught up to him, went up high, low, I forget what it was. And he just like whoosh, comes right up, like totally like cuts flat you off, out, run you into the wall. It's like, all right, backed out, never thought not. I'm not, I'm cut right back down. Next corner, coming right tight to the tires on the bottom, cuts me right off, runs like halfway into me, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's on. Yeah. It's on. No. So was- then actually I think we let it go. Caution came out and uh he ended up hit me in the back and I'm like under caution. Yes. Oof. Like, what Oof. is he doing? I was, that was it. Like this is the third time. And uh, I'm like, all right. So we restarted and he got out on me. I was trying to get him on the bottom. Something happened. I think cars got caught up, whatever. So he got out a little bit and on, um, we were running like third or fourth. So he was third. I was fourth. I caught up. And uh, I came in that corner, and I never backed up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so he he kind of came in high, and I crossed to turn one, and I timed it. I hit him in three. I mean, turned it and just, I mean, wide open. <laughs> Dude, sometimes uh, you need to do it. Yeah. It was just bad. And then, so I, I smack him, whatever. We're going down the back stretch. I turn into him, and I roll over. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Down. Did he win? Turn three. No, none of it. We were both done for the race. <laughs> well, at least he didn't win. Uh, he might have well, finished, but I, I, he didn't win. No, but this was that was quite a long time now, ago. Now you're more on the calm side, like uh, this last. Well, oh, I was calm then. It, it just, it just <laughs> yeah. I mean, that kind of happened. It well, just like, happened when, one time, and when that you was parked in victory lane when you're oh, making pace year, laps. Yeah. You, yeah. Oh, you got to tell that story. That one. Oh, that good. sucked too. Um, he goes to throw it in on a guy. He's like, your children are going to be orphans now. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're running a special this year at 141. It's the last race of the year, you know, and we're out there running. And um, I drew the front, leading the race, six laps to go. I catch a lap car. I heard about this. So I catch a lap car. The rule is if you spin or get caught up in a crash and you stop on the track, you lose your spot. So I'm leading the race. Catch the lap car. They're telling the lap car, hold your line. Leader's coming. The car, the lap car knows I'm there. The next car he sees, they're telling his number, 89. Next car, you know, you're getting lapped, whatever. Hold your line. So I come flying up. I kind of charge in there a little bit hard, but I'm like, as soon as he sees me, he'll just go straight. The track was rubbered down. So I am not Which going to explain this that guy. a little bit. To these so a rubber down track, if, if you get out of that, so it, it's basically all your tires from running on it, it'll like, Lay hold, rubber. Not, lay rubber mm-hmm. down in the track. Okay. So to hold traction. So it's like running on solid traction, like, like tacked tons up track. of grip. Yeah. Okay. But it's smooth, you know, like this table. Mm-hmm. So if you get out of that lane, it's just like the guy that's going three tenths to half a second slower than you, you won't even be able to pass him. You might lose two spots. Yeah. So the guy behind me, he was only, I don't know, three, four car lengths back, something like that. So I'm like, no way, I'm going to stick in this lane. So I kind of shot below him, shot in there. Well, he stayed on the rubber. 
he just crossed slightly down. We end up getting together a little bit, and I'm like, kind of like, fuck, get over, you know, and ended up. You're a lapper anyways. Yeah, I'm like, there's six laps to go. You're not, where are you going to go, you know? It's not your day today kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I ended up spinning out, and he keeps going, and uh, caution comes out, and I drive back to the front because I'm like, that's bullshit, you know, and I know the rule too, you know, and uh, I went up front, and uh it's, it was a long, lot of laps we did because I was think like they were just trying to figure out what's going to go on and yeah. they finally made the call and said, you have to go to the back because you caught, you know, you, you stopped on the track and I'm like, well, should I, I'm thinking to myself, should I have floored it and smashed into the whole field? What am I going to do? I'm backwards on the track. Right. <laughs> so can't talk to them. We're just driving around. So they told me that. So all you can do is listen. You got to remember so that. You got to listen to them, tell you what to do. And you can't talk back. You can't yeah. defend yourself. So I'm sitting there listening. Can they see or, in your car, right? Huh? They can see like in your car, right? Yeah. Should have gave them one of these. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they wouldn't look at me. Because see, they were kind of freaked out because normally I don't do anything like this. So mm -hmm. I just kept going around. They told me to go to the back and I just stayed there. <laughs> 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 I'm like, no, I, I'm not going to the back. So I'm like, how come they didn't black flag me? Yeah. Maybe I'm really supposed to be here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I just kept so you got to remember. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't talk. You can't yeah. even ask questions or nothing. That's so wild. So then I, we, a whole bunch of cautions in between this and that. I just kept starting there and they just left me go. They just, they didn't care. <laughs> so I took the checkered flag and uh, so I wheeled around. I went to victory lane. <laughs> and then, so when I went to victory lane and then they all walked away nobody would come up so I'm like well I got all the time in the world take my helmet off and just sit there <laughs> so I just sat there and then finally they came up and then I just kind of you figured right yeah I'm I mean, like if you want me to come back here again you might want to just change this around and yeah I was just a lot of thoughts were going through the head at the time and um, I finally drove off and it is what it is. But. I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's the same shit I do. I'd be so fucking stubborn. I'm ah! ah. Yeah. But just think if you couldn't argue back, like at least like in, in our sport, we have a spotter, right. That can go up there and defend your side. Yeah. Right. Like this is, this is the way it is. This is what happened. Like, this is what you guys told that guy. He didn't follow your instructions. Why am I getting penalized? Cause he didn't yeah. follow your instructions. Mm -hmm. I'm, so I've, I've heard the race there then. Well, we have a spotter, yeah, well, know, and they have an official. Okay. We're by the officials. Our spotters by the officials. They're like fenced off or well, bannered off in their own little spot, but you can talk. They can talk. Like they oh. can stand there with their radio off and talk to each other. And to be able to do that, like in a circumstance like that, would be everything. If you went up there and I'm sure on the radio, they're telling that lap guy, like, hey, move up. The leader's coming. And move I can up. Hear, give, I can give, hear him. He can hear him telling them that. Right? So yeah. I know, I know when I catch him, he knows it's yeah. It's not me, but he knows it's the guy it's leading. The leader. So like, you know, basically what they're really saying is get out of the way. Yeah. Like if you're you're running a racetrack, you know, okay, it's a dominant lane. Like that guy knows that this is the lane that's dominant. Like get out of his way. It's not yeah. your day. Let him go. Kind yeah. of thing. That's how I look at it. I mean, if that's that was, how any good racer would yeah. look at it. Yeah. Right? Most of the time, if I'm gonna if I was ever in a race where I was getting lapped, I would just pull off. Right. I mean, okay. Tuck your tail. I, why screw these guys up? Yeah. Right. Go, so you know? we uh, we were in Minnesota for a uh, uh, hockey weekend, and uh, we went to like the the go kart race or like the, the go kart track. <clears throat> it was like me, Keegan, and a couple other buddies, and we were talking mad shit before it. Where uh, we were like, "Hey, man, like if I see you, like you're 
mm-hmm. your wife's going to be a widow kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so the officials, like, hear us talking like this and they're like, you know, kind of worried a little bit. So we get out there and, the, and we raced it like fine. Like, you know, it's just it's just shit talk, whatever. And uh, the one guy, obviously, before, and they're like, if you see the blue flag, you're getting lapped. And I saw the blue flag and I was like, fuck. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I know who's behind me. I don't want to give it to him, but I'm going to have to. And like, I'm not even a racer, but I had that understanding like, okay, like somebody's faster than you. Like, there's nothing really at stake here. Just kind of let yeah. it by. And then, sure shit, here comes Keegan looking at me like a. Probably like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a cocky ass. So he comes in, he parks it underneath. He looks at me, he flips one of these, and then he like keeps going. And then I was like, ooh, I tried to keep it up and I couldn't. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, <laughs> it wasn't your I just day. couldn't do it. Yeah. 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 But you understood it, right? Yeah. You, you understand is, what's going he kept, on. Like looking at me too. He's like, yeah, if you get lapped, it wasn't your day. I'm like, hey, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> Were you in Minnesota yeah. that day? <laughs> so I know you're uh, a pretty, you're a pretty calm guy. You know, at least yeah. you, you, like CJ, you drive, you know, methodical, calculated, you know, under control. Have you ever like gotten a little out of character where you just want to go like, you know, fuck somebody up, throw a leg lock on them and just, you know, <laughs> put Not them to sleep. Much. You know I mean, you, yeah, you, you think want, about you, it, you but it's like, it's a waste of time. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Have you ever flipped off anybody while they're like driving by and you just kind of, you know, these? Nah, ain't worth your time. I can see your brother doing that. Yeah, there might be a couple guys. I look at it this way. I'm like, you know what? I need to be everybody's friend that I can because one day it may you're, you're racing with them every yeah. time oh. you get out there. Hey, yeah, remember, yeah. they race yeah. weekly. Yeah. yeah. Let's say your dad's out there, right? <laughs> and somebody lands on your dad, right? And the guy wins and he drives by and you, and you do one of these. <laughs> Would you ever do something like that? No, it's just one. It wasn't two. <laughs> oh, did you ever do one? <laughs> it was just one. It wasn't two. <laughs> Dude, at stock car races, it's always the crew guys. Very rarely do you see drivers fight, but the crew well, guys, man, so the, they're always fighting. The, the Dude, problem, they're always fighting. The problem is, like, if you're associated with a with a crew or a pit, it's dry walls and holes, it, baby. <laughs> That's it. But if 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 I do something and I'm in his pit, he gets penalized, not me. Oh, okay. oh well, yeah. besides if I get like, kicked out, yeah. but he gets kicked out. Yeah. So that's that's where that a reflection of yeah. Gotcha. Okay, that's what they hey, say yeah. though. Reflection, but yeah. it never happens. <laughs> yeah, or very. I should say never. Just or, the one time, but very that? rarely does it happen. I'll put tape over this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, tape it. Reflection. Uh, Remember that, Tito. Did you yeah. see that video from last year on that street stock when yeah. a guy was on the hood and he's fucking yeah. punching? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy stood in his car and the guy but just kept driving the car. Yeah. Not very often does <laughs> no, it happen. Not very like, often. Usually, no. it's crew guys fighting other crew guys it's not even the racer they go over there all pissed off and then the other crew guys fucking and mind you these are like stock car guys that have eight crew guys for a fucking two-hour show and they race for seven minutes yeah and, and it's literally they go home and then they try again next week it ain't like us where we bring Four crew guys Who's for fucking four days. Stock car racing. <laughs> <laughs> Majority of you guys, you go to any pit afterwards, and it's just loaded with guys. Well, that are that, like, that's just people hanging up. They're like, afterwards. yeah, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm, I'm helping. Have beers. <laughs> 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 Just because he's got a beer and a wrench, don't mean yeah, he's a true yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, they're all <laughs> playing though. Yeah, they're all playing. Hey, you want a beer out of the cooler? Here's a. Here's a. You want a T-shirt? Yeah. Hey, yeah nobody's right. trying to pull Miller Lite out of the cooler. Let's be real. <laughs> hey, there's always more for me. I know it's good, always going to be there because no one else ain't going to drink it. <laughs> that is also true. I uh, no, I've I've honestly uh, enjoyed like 
like coming in, you know, I was I'm was not, I guess, like the biggest fan of oval racing just because, you know, the the concept of it. So that's why I had like yep. so many questions about it to be able to be like, okay, how can I how understand can I get into it? it? Yeah. How can get I get into, into it? it? How can I understand it? How can I then get why people are so into it? And I think that's why like I love doing stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And and I'm no. hoping that there are other people out there who are this is gonna be yep. a banger. You know, short course off road mm-hmm. fans like me who are not particularly into it, but are willing to get into it. So like this, like knowing, you know, you now or knowing that 141 is a really good venue to go to, I'm Always. more inclined than to be like, hey, like, let's go. Yeah, let's let, go out. Let's hang out. Let some of your buddies know, like so many of us yep. out here love dirt track racing. Like yeah. even even though we don't go all the time, if like, you're, if you're if, like, hey, I'm going to 141. If you like I'm racing, in. period. Yeah. A good race, any on almost anything is, anything. is good, fun yeah. to watch when yeah. you're battling it out. You know, yeah. if you're a racer, because like we found interest, or at least I did. So we were when we went to 141. So we had Bark River on Sunday. Yep. Went to so we, we said squiggly line racing, circle racing, and then we went to Brainerd, which was straight line racing. So it got like more simple. <laughs> Brainerd, 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 Minnesota. Brainerd, Minnesota. Yeah. So we really? did the NHRA yep. uh, oh, the yeah. drag races. I want, so I want a 10 grand there with a, with the stock car. Really? Yeah. And Bra- is Brainerd. That's what they called. I think it was Brainerd when we won that. Minnesota. Yeah. Wait. Well, which one was Bryn? That was Bryn was something else? Um, well, Minnesota was Brainerd. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. We went to the NHR races. Uh, we were uh, filming Keegan and, and kind of, uh, you know, like, Vision Wheel Lucas Oil stuff and um it was it was really cool again to to see those different disciplines of racing and kind of getting to to find interest in it. Cause I, again by the end of the weekend we were like, all right, dollar bets, left lane, yep. right lane, left lane. That's the way to day, do it. It it is racing and I'm like I am With your buddies. a huge fan of like racing. So mm-hmm. it's like if I can find interest or joy in even something like that, then it's like okay, like uh, it's definitely worth going then. And also being at the starting line, feeling that shit was wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, uh, our stuff too will start between six, seven o'clock. It's done by nine, 10 o'clock. Yeah. Their, yeah. their big thing is running the show through, like you said. And that's huge too. Yeah. Yep. You know? Okay. We got a couple more questions. We're, we're two and a half hours in. Oh, <laughs> little shit. Di- little oh, did yeah. you know. Are, are, we, are, we getting, uh, so, are we getting food after this? I mean, we can. Yeah. Pub, pub's hungry. <laughs> yeah, pub's hungry. All right. <laughs> let, let's to, hammer out a couple questions are, quick. Are we going to Wooters? Wooters, and then we can we can we can hit Wooters. <laughs> oh fuck! Here's a question but, for me, real quick. Yeah, what is the best track then? You said 141 is like a great venue. Are you talking about in the in the states or in the state? How about the state and then the state? Okay, I like that. Yeah, uh, out of state, my favorite tr- or out of Wisconsin is is uh, I want to say Deer Creek. Minnesota. I've heard a lot of good okay. stuff yeah, about that. They have Creek, crazy yeah. good dirt. It's really wide. It's banked like all the way around the whole thing. It's pretty. It's pretty fun to run. Okay. And there's a lot of good ones, and that that one's pretty good. Okay. What about in um, Wisconsin? Shano. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever seen Benji there. I think I'm gonna go Chilton on this one. No. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Gravity Park. Um, I've always liked Luxembourg. Um, Luxembourg and Seymour. And Seymour switched their stuff. It's so opened up. The, I enjoyed Seymour as well. Seymour, when when the track is good, it, it's just mm-hmm. I love it because if you catch somebody, there's another lane. If if there's another guy there, you can go above him. It's just there's a lot of room. Okay. What do you think and of Oshkosh? That was fun too. I, I ran that there. Place. I ran there once or twice in a stock big, car. Big momentum stuff. There. And it was banked and it had grip everywhere. Yeah. I thought that was super fun. What about yeah. like uh, New Richmond? 
Is there a track there? Uh, by the by the indoor motocross track. Oh, that's in uh. Wait, wait, that's near, I don't. That's I don't way on the I've west west been, side of the state. I don't think I've yeah. ever been there. Yeah. What has the there. most amount of loose women? <laughs> I would say the bar at one forty one at two a.m. <laughs> I would say Vegas. Vegas? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You've raced in Vegas or no? Yeah. Or are you fucking with me? No. Oh, for real? Yeah, they have a dirt track right next to the... Oh. Yeah, we used to race there in Torque. Yeah, I was... But there was, there was nothing loose floating around. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm just, I'm just looking for my wife, dog. That's all. So what's a favorite event that you currently still... That, that still runs all the time? Or I shouldn't say all the time, but something that you do yearly. If, if you had to pick one as your favorite event, what would it be? Well, I started going back to the Harris Clash, which is Deer Creek. Yeah. Um, besides our local event, which is close and convenient, and which is the Clash, ten grand to win. Yeah. Yeah. So Deer Creek. It's really not yeah. my favorite track, but it can be at night. Some nights it's so, so, like the night when Johnny won the ten. I mean, that thing was so opened up, and like you could, if you had a car, you could go. Yeah. You know. Um, we ended up uh, crashed out the first day, so I never. I just just, just two years in a row now. Crashed out. The last two years just. Crashed out. My it's final, like me in the brawl. That's it. <laughs> my my last question. You guys can think on it for a minute, and and you, I think you'll like it. Is have you ever had a year that you thought was more mentally challenging than physically? Like like you got beaten. Like even when you thought your car wasn't Ooh. good, your car was good, and it was just you that didn't have like confidence in yourself. And if if so, how did you get through it? Or or. What did it yeah. take? Because, like, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll start on it. And I've probably never talked about it on here for sure. Is the year I got my new truck, which is Cheney's truck now, um, it was all new. We designed it on CAD with Robbie Woods. And none of us knew if it was going to work. And let's, let's backtrack. Prior to that, I had my very first Pro 4. And... Out of the gate for the first two, three years, it was lights out. And then we switched the front end on it. And I would say this year was probably as equal. And then I'll go into the next one. But we switched the front end on it and we could not figure it out. We could not figure it out. And even though the front end wasn't great, I was mentally stuck on like that the front end wasn't good. Right. And I just couldn't make it do what I wanted it to do. And Devin and I would sit in the trailer afterwards and he'd tell me what I thought, what he saw. And I'd tell him what I thought. And we'd go back and forth and try to make it like a good setup decision on what would make it better. By the end of the year, we were winning. It was the same fucking front end that was on it before. And it was one or two changes that changed it. Right. Yeah. And, and it was small things, super small things, but it was like mental. And then you go. And we got through that year and we ended up winning the championship. And then we go to this new truck, um, not new anymore, but new then. And we did the same thing. And then it was the same year that Kyle came in and DOT tires came in and we were like behind the ball on all of it. Right. And I brought out this new truck like partway through the year. I ran it at Bark River through the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. And then the next year, we struggled with it for the first half of the year. So Kyle ended up winning the championship that year, and we just struggled. And then the next year, we continued to struggle with it. And it was so, like, mentally draining. And to me, what it ended up being and what I had to, like, accept is I wasn't having fun anymore. It wasn't even about, it wasn't even about the truck or the setup is I was so stressed out, like, 
I wasn't, I wasn't going out at night and, 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 and I shouldn't say that you need to go out at night and fucking party to, to have fun, but I wasn't going out and like hanging out with my friends or anything. Sometimes you need a break. I would yeah. literally mm-hmm. like Friday we'd qualify and I wouldn't qualify great. And I'll just sit there all night thinking about like, what can I do to make this truck better? Right. Well, that, that's what I got stuck in. Saturday would come whether a lot of the times I can just outstand everybody. Right. I can be like consistently a third place truck that year. And as guys got into battles and everything else, I would get some given to me and we'd podium a lot, but a podium, that's not where I want to be. You know that too. Yeah. A podium when you're, when you're used to, when you're expected to win races, a podium, isn't it? A podium is just another loss. You're the fucking either the second loser or the third loser. Right. Yeah. Is it great to be on the podium? Yes. You get to thank your sponsors, everything else. And it's better than not being on the podium, but that's not as a racer where you want to be when you're competitively winning or going for wins. And I got so stuck in the mindset of like every day, every night, that's all we did was work on that fucking truck of like, what can I do to make this thing better? And then finally I went, you know what? I'm not having fun anymore. And I told myself a long time ago, do I love what I do? Absolutely. Would I trade it for anything? Not at all. I gave up a lot when I was, from 14 on to get here. And I am so grateful that I did and so grateful for the sponsors I have. But I told myself that if I'm ever not having fun doing it and I don't enjoy racing, it costs a lot of money and it's a lot of stress and it's, it's, there's a lot behind it to be able to race it all year long. If I'm not enjoying it, I need to quit. I need to sit down with my parents and tell them I don't enjoy doing this anymore. This isn't something I want to do. I'll go figure out how to make my money. I'll go get a job, whatever. And I was to that point where I was like, I don't enjoy it anymore. Like, what what do I have? I already won so many championships. I've won pro four championships. I've won cup races. I'm not having fun. And this truck is kicking my ass, but I'm letting it, right? I'm letting it kick my ass because instead of going out and enjoying with your friends and, and fans and your crew guys and being able to have like a positive, fun, like lighthearted um, personality when you're there, it was like heavy and dark and like everyone could see that it was beating on you. So finally I just said, screw it. I'm going to, I'm going to, my goal is to make sure I have fun no matter what. And the minute I started doing that, I fucking like you saw it like a light switch change. And all of a sudden it was like, it wasn't about Conf- what, confidence is big co- time. Confidence is huge. And, and that was a lot of it was like when I went out on the track, it was like, where was the 99? That was yeah. the first thing that went through my head in qualifying and yeah. in, in the race. And I was more worried about where he was, if he was behind me, where he qualified, what line he was taking. <laughs> then I was worried about myself and I wasn't having fun doing it. I was so you're, caught you're up being in everything the else. Chase instead of the, yeah, some, having him chase you, you know right. what I mean? Cause instead you're worried about him Instead of the guy that just believes in yourself. Yep. Right. Exactly. So it took me to finally say, you know what? And, and this sounds bad. This really does. It finally took me to say, screw it. Whatever I finish that day, I finish. I'm going to give it my best. I'm not, I'm never going to short it, but whatever it is that day, that's what it's going to be. We're going to, we're going to work on a setup, but we're going to enjoy our time together as a team, as a fans, as racers, as everyone that's there. That's what it took. And when I finally went, I'm just going to have fun. And at night, what did I do? I went to the band. I went and hung out with my friends. I had a couple of drinks. Like, I went and did stuff that I never used to do. I like people will tell you for the first 10 years of my career, nobody saw me, right? Like 
I didn't do nothing at night. I would go over here real quiet or I'd sit here, I'd go to bed, whatever. And now I'm fucking crazy Joe, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but that's all there is to it. There, there's nothing else about it. But it took having fun to get me back in it. And, and I know mm-hmm. we've talked about like Keegan yep. and, and him saying that he won the championship and the cup race. And when he got done with it, he wasn't happy. And that's why he doesn't fight for a championship anymore. He didn't feel like, like he was happy. Like that's something he wanted to do. So, and I think he's missing the fun factor. Like it, it becomes so yeah. serious in such a job that in your mind, it just screws you up. You, you beat, you beat, you beat yourself, yourself with your mind. Dude, you beat yeah. yourself. Yeah. So, and those are hard years. Those are the hardest years to me. That's what makes a champion in the, I don't care if you win one championship, you win two, you win fucking 25. That's what truly makes a champion is the guy that can get over that mental stage of run, where they're run at. Run your own race. Do run your, your own be race. Confident do in yourself, yourself yep. and be able to enjoy the time. Like you got to think life's short, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we lost C-Pod. We lost Creighton King. We lost Kyle Duke this year, all in the short course world. Oh, yeah. What, three months? In the matter yeah. of three months. Life is short. All those people are people you enjoyed having mm-hmm. at the races, right? Yep. So if you can't go there and enjoy your time there, you shouldn't be there. And you spend so much time there and you give up so much for it that you have to be able to figure out like how to enjoy yourself there, make memories, enjoy your weekends, not take it. Even though it's your job, you have to enjoy it. Whether, whether you really enjoy it or not, you have to make sure that you go out and have fun at night. And whether it's sitting under your own tent, bullshitting with your buddies at night and into the morning and into the morning. (laughs) a lot of times, (laughs) It's all about the memories made and having fun. And that's what turned not necessarily my career around, but that's what's turned me from winning races to what I feel being like, I was always like third place in qualifying. And then in the race, I was able to get second or win. And then in the last two years, it's changed. It's been like, this motherfucker's here to qualify. This motherfucker's here to race. <laughs> like he's here to throw it down. Yeah. Right. And, and it happened probably three years ago is when it started. But in the last two years, it really became like more, more, I would say visible, like mm-hmm. a, as a, as a, as a spectator, as a racer, anything. And it took enjoying my time there, enjoying my time with my friends. And, and it's like I said, it sounds bad by saying you're taking it less serious, but I'm not taking the racing any less serious. I'm going out there to do my job because that's what I'm paid to do. And that's what I need to do in order if I want to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. But when I'm not on the track, I make sure that I'm having fun with the people around me and the people I love. Mm-hmm. So people, <clears throat> Ryan Beat had something, said something similar when we were, uh, we, we had sat him down for an interview at Jay Oklahoma and he had said something similar. Uh, uh, Jeffrey had made an edit about that. And, uh, so, so we put it out and the comments were like, Oh, if, if you're not there, like if you're there to fuck around or you're there to have fun and, and not, not, not really care about championships or care about wins, then, then like, what are you doing? Like the comment section was like kind of giving them shit a little bit. And it's like unfortunate because people that's all they see is just is him being like, oh, I I'm, I'm not there to win championships. And that's all they hear. But it's like you don't know, kind of like you said, the mental struggles that he was going through or Keegan was going through or like you were going through. Because at the end of the day, like you said, it's it's, it's about confidence. And if you're stuck in your head, you're going to have zero confidence. Yeah. Uh, you you're know, in, so you're in yeah. your head more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah. You're just in your head. Yeah. 
And if you're not enjoying it when you go there, if you're not going there to have fun, like this has to be something you enjoy. If you want to race well, you have to be happy. Yeah. Like when you're fucking miserable and you're grumpy under your tent, your crew can feel it, right? They're on eggshells. It doesn't make anybody more happy. Like it just sucks in a hole. When you can come back, and this is one thing, a couple, yeah, you guys, this is something like Jake can, Jake can stand for, which he's not standing here right now, but there's been times he's come back, oh, he's sitting down there and he's been pissed off and he's probably going to be like, fuck you. Why are you talking about this? But (laughs) been pissed off after a race and we had to go in the trailer and we had to fucking sort it out. It was like, listen, motherfucker, it's you on the track by yourself and that's it. When you come back to this trailer, you got to remember every one of these people that are standing here are taking time out of their day, taking time out of their weekends, for an taking time out of for a everything, shirt, for a, even your own crew, yep, right? Absolutely. Because they want to do it for you. And all they yeah. ask for you is your best that day. Nobody cares if you got fifth that day or first that day. Are they happy that you won? Yeah. But are they going to be like, I ain't fucking working for you tomorrow because you got fifth? No, they're not. They take their time and effort out of that day, out of their weekends. They take time off their jobs. They use their vacation to come there and support you. The last thing you're going to do is come off that track and be in a fucking bad mood. Leave it on the track. And if you can't figure out how to do that, you will not have fun. Your crew won't have fun. Nobody will enjoy being there. You'll lose friends over it. It'll snowball so big. You have to be able to turn it on and off. When you go on the track, you have to know. And and this is where I said a hundred million times what changed Devin and I's relationship was when he came on the radio and said, give me your best today. I don't care what position you get. You give me your absolute best till the checkered flag. I will make sure I give you my absolute best when that truck goes on the track every weekend. Hmm. And that's all it took. And at that point there, I was like, you know what? It's fucking on. Like, and so many people struggle to understand that, that no, your crew is not going to be mad if you don't win. They don't expect you to win every race. Mm -hmm. They expect you to give them their, your absolute best as they did for you to get that truck on the track. And that's it. Yep. Well, this is then like going on that, like on our way up here, we were talking about it, like how many hours I had in the shop this summer. I go from, you know, I get that at a shop five and six after working a 10 hour day. And there's nights I was there until two 30 in the morning. And then I got to go back to work at, I got to get up at 4am. Yeah. I was was telling him on the way here too. I'm like, you know, I said, you know, years ago I spent a lot of time, you know, I have two kids too now and stuff. So it's like, um, I go in there a lot, but not nearly what I used to. And, um, there ain't very, I mean, I don't spend two or three o'clock in the morning anymore. I don't yeah. do that. And, uh, I feel I'm as fast, if not faster than I've been. Cause I think I'm doing it more on a normal schedule. I'm not, uh, um, like, like, um, just what CJ said, it, you visit with your friends, you, you, you just, it feels, uh, I don't know, burning the men on oil, you know, we used to do that, but it's just not, it, it's, I don't think you have, I mean, obviously there's times you have to do it when stuff yeah. wrecked and blah, yeah. blah, blah, but when things are going good and all that, I don't think you need to be sitting there burning midnight oil and, you know, massaging it. Yeah. You know, we used to, you know, so, um, yeah, I've had some, uh, similar things to him, um, quite a few years ago when I transferred, uh, to different car builders and, uh, it was more for. Um, a little bit of the confidence thing, but, uh, somewhat, you know, am I driving this thing right? Am I doing the right thing? And it, it come down a little bit. We're a little bit behind on the times. And, um, a lot of these guys, uh, we race against out of state and stuff. A lot of them are doing this for a living. Yeah. 
they're not making the money off of this for the living, but they just have the money somehow or another. So it's tough to work a full job and then turn around and try to compete at the top level of these guys. And, uh, so when you do go win these, these 10 grand shows and stuff like that out of state, it's just like, wow, it, it's amazing to be able to, uh, to do that against people that are doing it all the time or have some of the best connections, you know, yeah. I, mean, I have good connections and don't get me wrong by any means, but there are some guys that have some really good connections out there. Um, that uh it's, that's why it's like if i can if i can actually win this deal it's going to be pretty cool you yeah. know not saying locally but out of state and stuff like that so but uh yeah like i said a couple of years i don't know probably four or five years ago we had switched chassis because we were just struggling and uh it's partially set up and then you know you're, you're you start driving yourself down and the same thing cj said you're you're um you're not having you're not having as much fun because you you only you know, want to be fast and it's a little bit of your head you know burning <laughs> yeah. you up. It's like, I just what's going on here? And sometimes it's just it just gotta, like you said, go have a good time and and uh, keep your head on straight and be confident. So yeah, you almost need to step back. Yeah, <laughs> like I think that that becomes a big thing. Like last year, obviously my dad had that big wreck and that set him back for starters, but all year he didn't he didn't seem to have fun like he normally did and yeah. you, know, mm -hmm. you could see like everyone could see it right like yep. in his personality and when he's at the track like he didn't seem like he was lighthearted and, and, and joyful to be there it was like i had to be here and, and he was struggling to trust the truck and I, and i don't think it helped by any means by me jumping in it the, f the weekend after he crashed <laughs> and then winning the race yeah. in it the first time i ever drove it yeah then was almost like a slap in the face, right? Yeah. Like then you had to live up to that. Like when you got in it, if you didn't go out there and do good in it, it was like, well, everyone knows the fucking truck's good. It's gotta be you. Right? Well, that's yeah. the first thing. And then that's what fans do right off the bat. Yep. You know, they're, they're, everyone's, <laughs> yeah. everyone's fucking running their mouth, flapping their lips. Like they all have an opinion, like an asshole. And, and it, it, it all gets in your head. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think, that's like the biggest thing. Like you, we've all, he was on here last week and talked about stepping away, going out, having fun, going to Florida, going fishing. He's in Florida fishing right now. I'm well, probably not fishing right now, but he's, <laughs> yeah. he, he's in Florida. Yeah. He's in Florida doing his thing there and stepping away. And I think that's a lot of what it takes is you have to be able to find the enjoyment in it again to be able to have the success. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of people get so caught up in thinking that they're letting somebody down. Yeah. That, they don't that well he's been on top for so long that it probably just kills them yeah not only when there's him. just a little bit of struggle well yeah just racers yeah. in general right i would say you know yeah. what i mean like you think of like any decent racer that gets involved that that feels like they should win and then when they don't all they they feel like they let their crew down like they yeah. let all these yeah. people down when and then you're punching picture. drywall, yeah. <laughs> punching the radio, like yeah, your your whole crew left that time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you and your yeah. duffel bag left the chat. <laughs> I think what I like about the changing of the times too is just kind of the um, the the acceptance of like uh, of like the the mental health aspect of things. You know what I mean? We're like, however many years ago, like if you were you know, again, you know, having a mentally rough year, um, no one would talk about it. You know what I mean? You keep yourself like, oh, you know, you need to just be better. You just need to be tougher than that. Blah, blah. Sort it out. Figure yeah, it sort out. it out. Figure it out. But now it's like, you know, people are able to to talk about it. And then when you talk about it, everyone kind of goes through the same thing. Yep. 
Like you yeah, said, nope. Keegan, like going through that, you, Ryan beat, you know, and then you start to realize like every, everyone has kind of the, a, a similar uh, path as far as that goes, especially if you're, you know, an athlete, like football player, baseball player, a driver, you know what I mean? Cause you think about guys like, you know, uh, maybe Corey winner or, you know, Ricky G young guys that are chasing it and that's what they're all about. And then once they get it, then you realize like, man, I wasn't happy when that happened. You've, you've built up enough experience to then where you can be like, okay, I can be happy and have fun and still have success without, right. like you said, burning the midnight oil without like making yourself so unhappy that, that it's yeah. not fun anymore. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're just, you're pounding it so hard trying to get something out of blood out of a stone. It's like, everything's there. I think you just need to kick back a little bit and, yeah. you know, gotta enjoy it, man. Mm-hmm. One of my uh, last questions I have, I usually ask people this. And uh, a lot, a lot <laughs> yeah. of people don't don't eat it very often. <laughs> so when was the last time you guys had a uh, Sunday, like from like Dairy Queen? Or <laughs> he usually asks, "When was the last time you ate ass?" But I'm talking about like a Sunday, bro. I have not. Had Is that what they call it now? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what the kids call it now? Is that what they call it? Yeah. Yeah. Did, you, did you get the truffle no, butter? You, you know what's crazy is like banana with ice cream. So much shit just, on there now. Oh, yeah, it's such a Damn. weird, weird consistency. Now I'm really confused. Are we talking about ice cream? Yeah. Yeah. We've been so, the whole time. It was only you and my field. So I, I did that because like I do ask that question, but I wanted to get him riled up. I wanted to get him heated. I wanted to get see what these two would, would say. So that's why was, was like somebody had like a, you know it was the last time you ate a Sunday and. Then they were like, oh, no, no, no. Hey, I, I just threw it out yeah, there. I know. I filled in for you. Don't hey, worry. I, I'm, I'm asking a wholesome question. So <laughs> just just if my boss is out there listening, just know I asked a wholesome question. You know, some of the some of the races, like when you go out and uh, <laughs> wow. change this up. <laughs> so you've, you probably did this. You ever have a bad race, like you got cut off and, you know, you're. I probably could have won or third or whatever. And you come back and all of a sudden you got fans standing there. And like you said, same thing. The, that, the what I try to do the most is like, just play it all cool. Yeah. They yep. come up like, how can you not man? I'm like, what am I going to yeah. do? Yeah. Like, what, what am I going to do? You know? Yeah. What am I going to do? Yeah. yeah. What's done is done. And that's, that's kind of something that I accepted too, was in kind of leading off of like what I said about telling the story with Jake was, um, Nobody deserve. It's just you in the car, right? Everyone's there to help you. Everyone on your crew is there to help you. Mm-hmm. All your fans that come there are there to see you. Nobody deserves to get a fucking attitude when you get out of the truck. Like, yep. there's one person you can be mad at after a race. It's yourself. And God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> chimes in. Bro. Damn. Wow. I've been silent for like an hour. I know. Was that off of uh, Pitch Perfect? Whoa, bitch. Keep it down. Yeah, yeah. No need to shout. Yeah, no need to shout. But it's like you got one person to be mad at. It's yourself. And maybe somebody, other racer. Maybe some other racer. Yeah. But realistically... You probably could have done something to avoid it anyways. You can be mad at yourself, but the minute you walk out of that trailer or anyone is around you, your job is to put your put a smile best on face, it. Your it, best face on at that time. And really, just enjoy it. Who mm-hmm. cares? Don't even make it. If you're to the point where you have to put a face on it, you're not enjoying it anyway. Right. Because exactly. you're faking it. On to the next one. Dude, it's a race. Shit happens. Nobody expect, expects you to go out there and win every single freaking race. Everyone saw what happened. If you got mm-hmm. the sh- short end of the stick, everyone knows you got the short Absolutely. end of the stick. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, 
everyone sees it. What what grows you and a person and sponsors and your team and everything is when you can get out of that truck every single day or that stock car or that race car or anything you do with a smile on your face. There ain't a single sponsor that's going to get mad at you when you have a bad day and you get out and you're just like, I suck today, man. Like that's <laughs> I gave it my best. That's what I had. Like we're going to work hard on it overnight. Like that's one thing that I will respect Ryan Villapoto and Ryan Dungey for. I don't know why they're both Ryans, but <laughs> Ryan B. They, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't listen to his interviews, so I don't know. But Ryan Villapoto and Ryan Dungey, if they ever got beat, you never heard a reason why. You yeah. always heard yep. they were better than me today. And I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out like in the heat race or the main or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're like, they were better than me today. I'm gonna figure out how to be better next week and I'm gonna work hard at it. That's what, it. What if they waved them by and they're like, oh, I, I waved them by. <laughs> Give them a crisp high five and a slap on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like once you once you can just kind of accept that and have that mentality towards yep. it and get off the track and be like, you know what? Today wasn't my day or sweet. I won or fucking it didn't go my way. But you know what? Everyone here that's around me is here for me. <laughs> Why? Why make it any worse on any of them? Why yeah. make their weekend bad? Right. Why make this? Why fan make them fit? feel uncomfortable? Yeah, you know, like, you know, like that. The, everyone's here to help you. Like, have a good time. Put a smile on your face. Enjoy the time you're spending with these people. Enjoy the time with these fans that take their hard-earned money to fucking buy a ticket to come here and stand outside your awning, hoping that you walk by. Yeah. Right. Yep. Like. None of these people did anything to you but try to support you in some way or form. Put a smile on and have fun. Mm-hmm. Amen. That goes a yeah, long absolutely. way. Goes a long way. Goes a long yeah. way. And that last thing that was deep. Deeper than most of you guys yeah. can reach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never been that deep. <laughs> That's why Tito's quiet. Yeah. 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 I ain't never been that deep, dog. That's because he's got a built-in bump style. Give it all I got. <laughs> <laughs> give it That's all I got. I even lift to get a little more. Yeah, I do, man. Try to suck it in, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll open my ribcage tugging on those strings. Yeah, right. I'm going to wear a corset, dog. Yeah. <laughs> any more? You got any? Jeffrey, you uh, been I, quiet? I, you got I, nothing? I got I'm nothing. Nothing, I was, I was nope. enjoying the nope. Drew? I was enjoying yeah. it. No, nope. Ben, you got uh, anything left? Don't hop on the BMX bike. That's my. You wanna? I know. I know. We're we're having fun and we're not trying to plug, but you probably got a lot of people that help you. Mm-hmm. If, yep. if if you got one or two that you want, say it. If you don't, I got a list actually. No, he's like, I'll wait for this time. This like, is it. <laughs> oh, you yeah. do? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Way yeah. more serious yeah. than it actually I was. Yeah. I don't like to forget people, and I always do when I get interviewed. Mm-hmm. So hey, I'm with you. Uh, I respect I love that. it. I love that. Uh, Prestige Custom Cabinetry. Uh, I think they're your dad's sponsored by them too, right? Are you Mike? guys? Marshall? Yeah. Doesn't he help or no? Uh, well, they were a neighbor growing up. Yeah. So he's had to deal with me his whole life. <laughs> <Poor guy. laughs> um, Quiet Woods RV and Sales. Paul Georgia CPA. Hunter's Edge. Degsville Sanitation. Uh, Vanderbilt Chassis. CPD Racing Shocks, Weir's Machine, Ibox Springs, Bassett Racing Wheel, Fast Shafts, Berkshire Hathaway by Carrie Steck, Green Bay TV and Pipe, Noak Farms, Steer Farms, Bandanac Construction, Roofers Trucking, and Deutsch Construction. You guys heard it first mm-hmm. there. Hell this, yeah. This is the off-season show presented by Impulse Media. Thank you guys for listening. We had our first dirt track guest mr benji lacrosse in here my buddy drew who's been in the dirt track world forever hope you guys tune in share it like it 
We're going to have more for you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Knock on the door and the night begins Cause we've done this before so you come on in Make yourself at my home, tell me where you've been Pour yourself something cold